All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ebontis, Ty Guy, Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening campfire. Got a lot to talk about. The root and nightmares and all type of things going on and easy mode and people want receipts for clears. <laughs> it's a fun week, y'all. E, let's start with the cheetah. How we doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, had a fun weekend. Um enjoyed the raid experience did get our clear which we'll obviously talk about how it went for everybody and everybody's times and stuff like that but we got i got my first contest emblem you know even if it does have a giant asterisk on it i could care less i got my first one and enjoyed it um the yeah. asterisks just that the raid wasn't that hard is that why well, i mean yeah, that's that's, that's oh, that that that's but... not really an asterisk oh. man i mean deepstone crypt i got that one that's kind of you know wasn't that hard either, no, we'll so. get into that whole discussion and everything but they able to pair up with the raid group that i started with vow and been lucky enough to play with them a couple times so we got the re the contest and then at tuesday knocked out a couple um we'll definitely have thoughts about the raid and then kind of enjoying um Watching Galeron jump off a ledge over and over <laughs> and over and over. I'm uh, abusing the hell out of that right now. So I we'll saw get into the those. video. I saw the video yeah. go up. I said, oh, he knows what's going on. I was doing that last night with Mano for like a couple hours. So Destra, no doubt. No uh, doubt. Travis, what have you been doing besides pumping out that IGN first coverage, sir? How you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm doing good, man. Um, I am I finished up my Destiny review. I've been just also just playing a lot of Destiny. I'm kind of in like a mode where um you know reconnecting with my roots playing a lot of it just you know it's good it's good with your roots um, you could say my roots of mm. nightmare. um no but yeah I, i'm doing a lot of content for them because i'm writing their raid guide uh, for ign and stuff nice. like that so i've just been working. playing a little bit yeah and then um uh ign first if you like destiny um you there, there's maybe a chance you'll like uh, remnant 2 which is uh fondly called the uh the uh souls like with guns in their community mm -hmm. and uh they're they're releasing their sequel game which i played a ton of down in austin texas uh, uh last month or some something like yeah, last month um and uh yeah uh it's it's really exciting stuff so you can find about that and then um my next review is diablo 4 Ooh, oh oh the hits uh, keep coming which uh oh he's is, the hottest um, review with IGN now. Let's just let's just let's just give it a title now. Yeah, I I mean I don't know how I got this. I thought for sure McCaffrey would be reviewing it or something, but I guess everybody's busy. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe because it's around E3 time. I don't really know, but uh, I'm reviewing it, and uh, mm -hmm. the reason the reason I'm telling you that now is because mm -hmm. IGN is starting our process early. We're actually going to do um, basically a review in progress after the beta. So the beta okay. has two weekends and it's yes. one fifth of the game it's 25 levels it's one world boss it's a bunch of content that represents a huge chunk of that game and if mm -hmm. you uh, played a lot of diablo as i did um then uh you'll kind of understand that you know usually it's five acts and they're you can kind of get a sense for how the game is so we're going to be doing like a beta impressions the week after the open beta which is two weekends the weekend after next um and uh yeah it should be it should be cool um so yeah really busy but happy to be hanging out with destiny folk especially while uh so many people are playing and enjoying or not enjoying destiny right now so hey i got very, my uh, very, 
Got, got my Chick-fil-A sandwich. Not Chick-fil-A, I'm sorry. I got my KFC sandwich. Double, double, you're double down. No, see, I did not KFC. do the double down. If you look at the okay. app, all it is is you just have to get one of the sandwiches. So you don't have to go crazy and get like the double down heart attack. I just got a chicken sandwich and it well, still counts. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, but they sent double down sandwiches to my house with the beta <laughs> codes. So um, I your your boy has eaten almost half of a double down sandwich and uh, Did you have to take was, like a, a bear nap afterward like hibernate and kind of work it off a little bit afterwards i ate i'll be honest guys and i know this is going to ruin my street credentials mm. but i i ate it with a fork and a knife oh that's too fancy that's like busting out like yeah what are we doing here sir what are we doing here's here, the sir? thing cog i don't know i mean I, you're black so i assume you have a great skin regimen um and i Right, cocoa butter is—is is that your? Hey, shea butter, butter. Shea, shea butter. Okay, great, awesome. <laughs> so that's great. So that's great. You have, have you ever eaten something that required you to get grease around your face? Oh, and then yeah. you know, no matter what you wash it on, you're unless you put yourself on, under dawn like you're a seagull caught in oil, mm. uh, you're gonna just have that grease around your mouth, and and that you know it gives acne, all this other mm -hmm. stuff. And so that thing is so big, if you push it up against your face, it gets grease everywhere. And I'm not trying to, you know. I'm very vain. I can't have like, you know, so I can't he show has up to like get the fork and knife. He's got to be all dangerous. Yeah. Like, don't touch my lip. Don't touch my face. Just like, I, can't very, just, I can't just, I can't, I can't just show up with like, with like acne all around my mouth because I insisted on pressing fried meat up against my face. See, the other side of this is like, the other side of this is like, it actually might've moisturized your face a little bit. So you would have actually had a little more life in that lower part. Of you think face. there's moisture in there? There's that oil. is not moisture. <laughs> that is, that is toxic oil. This, this, dude, toxic oh, this is bougie. I wear a suit <laughs> I cannot oh, have oh, no. the, 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 the fragrance, oh, no. all the things mess up my entire talk. That's what this is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is that picky in the in the air talk. I feel you though. Continue, continue with your knife and fork, yeah. with, your, with your sandwiches. No, I I mean I that's my whole story. It's I like ordering. Fork. I, I didn't. I did look. I didn't feel good about it. Like I was like, this is not the way it's supposed to be meant. But look, I didn't order the sandwich. It came to me. Oh, right? that's two two of them. You chose okay? to eat it, sir. That's 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 your choice. When in Rome, it will look in some <laughs> religions. In some religions, it's, you know, uh, it's a, a sin to throw away food. So who am I? You know, people starving in the street and I'm going to turn my, my my hand away. Yeah, basically, uh, like an entire chicken shows up on your doorstep. You're like, all right, fine. I guess I'll eat it. But I got to be dangerous yeah, about it. I'm going to turn my chin at four chickens showing up at my house. It's just about, not, it's about what it takes to make that done. sandwich. E, can you pass the palatter all fruit, sir? Could you pass? Yeah. Do you have any great poupon? Well, yes, you have any great He's over here, like, taking it. He's got, like, a garlic aioli that he homemade whipped up or something to dip it into. Oh, yeah. He's sitting there, remember? got his little tea, and he's got his pinky up while he finishes the tea sip, while he finishes his Guys. double down sandwich. Like, oh, my God. I swear to God, I am down to earth, and I'm not bougie like most San Franciscans. I swear to you. In Welcome fact, I make fun of San Franciscans. Are you for doing kidding? Like we ate it like when we went bagels. out in Florida. You're like, oh, no, no, this is too good. I would, I would. Bro, I'm from, I'm from California. Burrito. I have standards when it goes no, to No, but it's like, you I'm know, all, all this, all this. It, when we what did we look up the restaurants and like breakfast mm -hmm. places on the on Google and he's like mm -hmm. the Google reviews it's like man everything's like fours four sevens four eights it's like 
people in San Francisco, like these aren't real reviews. People in San Francisco are like 3.5. At least I know that's a realistic. Nothing has that kind of review in Texas and, or Florida. And you guys are out there like, um, we're going to give this uh, IGN. We're going to give it a four. We're going to use the full point scale. <laughs> San Francisco is the okay. only city that uses the full 10 point scale. on yep. food. <laughs> All right, guys, upon closer examination and in response to what you said, I'm changing my position. I am. I am in fact, a pretentious prick and i'm sorry it's i give up you're right okay i'm sorry that said i like street food and i would not have eaten this yes. thing with a fork and knife if i didn't have to you, you um, bougie but you come to the hood every now and then and associate with us i the came world. from the hood sir i and i oh man i'm really <laughs> i'm really hating this um i eat shitlands and i know you don't so I get out of here with that. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. is. Chitlins. Chitlins. <laughs> Chitlins. Chitlins. Yeah, that's, yeah. Go ahead with that. But I eat the, I'm, I'm all about that soul food. So what's up? Okay, um, somebody got to tell you, me what this is now. Oh, you don't know what Chitlins is? I don't know it's, what it is. Pork intestines. Pork intestines. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty. I I mean, they're great. They were a, a a kind of regular food where I came from, but other people find them insane and do not eat them. And the fact that Cog doesn't eat them, and I think uh, King King David on your show also said he doesn't eat them. And I was like, "Yo, you guys aren't like." Yeah, on I'll my do level. every other stereotype, like, but that one. Okay, uh, somebody uh, explain this to me because, like, I've been trying to be a little uh, healthier and yes. trying to get a lot more greens in my diet. Why is it always when you go to? Because I mean, Texas, we have Southern cooking and stuff down here. Why is it always that one lumps into? What is the deal with collard greens? Collard greens are amazing. Oh, collard well, greens! No, bro. but like, what makes them better than? So many different other types. Why is that always a thing that's on them? I'm curious. Like I've, Kyle, I'm not a big green eater. I don't do yeah, salads, dude, but Kyle, like I'll do Kyle sauteed green. greens. Collard greens is definitely part of the soul food family. I mean, that is how are they cooked? Tradition. I mean, well, I would defer to travel on, on the cooking part, but as far as like it, the the culture of soul food, you always have that. You have the mac and cheese. You have you know a good meal that that's surrounding Steve, that. That sounds so yes, boring Steve. though. Just steam. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're not boring. They're not boring. They are the perfect side. And they, I mean, come on, it's soul food. They're seasoned Ooh. usually. Yes. But even if they're not, honestly, it's like, have you ever had like really good cooked spinach where like Ooh. it just like hit that spot and it was like a greenest green you could possibly find? Yeah, collard greens are collard greens are those giant dark green leaves like it's a oh it's i've a seen them in the plant. store I'd, yeah yeah and they're they're amazing and like the way you cook them is you just kind of get them all like dirty you know like mm -hmm. a lot of soul food is about like deconstructing the food until it's in its most dirty form and then you you serve it and then you, and you know it's terrible for you but it's amazing soul food's my favorite oh, i love food, soul food actually yeah. i gotta take it to a soul when you, yeah when you come up um let me know I'll there's, take a, to a, there's a place by me i'll have to send you afterwards um mm -hmm. Called Roots yeah. Southern Table. Oh, uh, oh, I like that. Yeah, name. I mean the fam, oh, the like they're great. famous for their fried chicken. Their family fried chicken is like a sixty dollar entree. It's like fine dining, Southern cooking. It's kind of actually. It's a my, cool little my place. favorite my favorite soul food place. So the neighborhood I grew up in in Oakland, right? Mm -hmm. It it was it was really bad. I grew up in Oakland in the nineties. It was like terrible neighborhood, right? Yeah, Oakland and was no joke. I yeah, I went back there now to the area that I used to like walk through. And mm -hmm. it's all like skyscrapers. It's like financial district and it looks great. It's like so gentrified now, completely mm -hmm. different place. But there's this one place I always went to. It was called World Famous Hot Boys. Let's and it's go. like this, it's like this that black sounds owned, like so wrong. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, I know famous. it does. But dude, 
dude it 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 uh it, it's just like this tiny brick and mortar location in the middle of this you know this neighborhood and um it i i just assumed it was gone because i was like there's no way this neighborhood everything is so tall now and it was just like a really small store i was like no way but it's still there and it's in the middle of all this crazy like mm-hmm. giant it's like going on around it when there's a bunch of skyscrapers and like the up house yes. is still sitting there or something it's literally just like one single story building and all of these skyscrapers around it and it has line around the block still it's still there yep, and so is. i i try to go there as often as possible it's amazing so yeah. that's my if you guys come to sf for a niners game or whatever we've yeah. got to oh we definitely got to go yeah. there yeah, yeah. E, when you, you have a come to new york quick, i was going to say to alvin um just thank you for the 5 dollar super Chat, wanted to call it out. Uh, Ivantis is a true solo player, haven't rated since D1 TTK. It is worth getting back into him. I'll tell you, even with some LFGs, you'll find some decent groups. Appreciate your guides and videos. Have soloed all dungeons except duality. Awesome. Yeah. Now, Eve, and why I gotta take you to Sylvia's, baby. Sylvia's is the official soul food spot in New York, Hall of New York City. I see, oh, but man, Bronx Matt mentioned it, bro. I gotta take you some real soul food, bro. You've never experienced it. I will try, like, not real, I mean, but there's also certain things like chicken fried chicken or something like that. That's not really Mm -hmm. appealing to me either. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'd be, I'd I'd try it, but like, just, you know, couldn't judge me if I wasn't a fan because I'm a picky ass eater anyway. So we know We know you picky, but we got chance. Honestly, I'd I'd be willing to bet you'd love a couple Mm -hmm. of greens. I'd be willing to bet. It's it's just trying to incorporate more greens, but I like, so I've never liked salads, mostly because I hate salad dressing. I don't like the vinegar. Yeah. I don't like ranch. So that basically, so you got to eliminate salad. Like you can't have salad. Yeah. Like I don't like salad, but I'm trying to get greens in and I like, I like cooked greens, like sauteed greens. We'll take like a mix of different greens and saute them and cook them up. You don't like vinegar? No, really? Not really. I mean, there's some sauces that have it in, like barbecue or other things that do, but just normal vinegar? No. Trav, what are we going to do with him? This this is we got to literally like he he hurt me because salads are my favorite food. How are you just going to say you don't like salads? There's like 90 different versions of salad. Okay, I like it. It's such a broad stroke. It's like potato Mm. salad, macaroni salad. Don't like it. Don't don't like it. Those are all based on mayo. Those are all based on mayo, and I don't like mayo. Fruit salad. Fruit salad. That I will do. Fruit salad I can do. Fruit salad I can do. Caesar. No. No Caesar. What? God damn. Who hurt you, bro? Who hurt you like this? No, I'm Prescott. No, that's the thing. It's like, I know iceberg is just like crunchy water, but no, it's like I've got, and recently what I'm trying to do is I'll get like, uh, I've got Napa cabbage. I'll get um, a couple different types of greens, like a mix of like radicchio and a couple other things. And I'll dice them up small. So it's like a very fine dice. And then I'll saute them in a pan with just like a little olive oil, salt and pepper. I've done it that way. And then also do like kind of an Asian green where it's, uh, a little mm. bit of soy sauce, a little bit of hoisin sauce for a little kind of like. Soy sauce qualifies? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I like how he likes to say, like, you see how he says yes so no, logically? Like, 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 yes, of course. I, and now I never said I hate all sauces. So soy sauce qualifies? This is mine. Now, here's the thing that will probably make everybody on the podcast listening to this just like write in and blow me up on Twitter. I don't really, I've found like one sushi roll that I kind of like. So I will go to sushi with my wife, but I don't like a lot of sushi, much less most of it. But most of the time with sushi, everybody's like, all right, here's the soy sauce. You dunk the sushi in the soy sauce and then eat it. I've watched my wife do this for years. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like soy sauce just by itself. 
Yo, that woman love you. That I woman loves you. Believe me, 100%. Yo, you are a problem, bro. Like, you are, like, you have an instruction manual. Like, you you are the hardest yeah. raid. Yeah, and dinner. you lost half the pages because nobody can understand it. You, you're, you got mechanics. But you... <laughs> Yo, he is wild. That is crazy. So you can't even dip it in the... No, but I've, I've, I've started asking for teriyaki. That's kind of like my close because it's a, close? I like okay. that flavor more. I'm sorry to say the C, but that is aggressively Caucasian. Really everything <laughs> you just said. It's just, it's, it's almost a hate crime how white that is. It's just, it's too much, my friend. Yeah. Okay. So Tell Gary, me. Gary DeBrown and Chad, he's like, my brother's the same way my whole life. He eats everything plain, no condiments. And that is me because that was the hilarious thing about Constellation. This week, one of the topics was ketchup. And I got to that point, I was waiting for it to come up because Ugh. Colin is like a ketchup lover. Now, he won't, yeah. he won't take it to a fine dining restaurant. He does draw the line there, and thank God. Yes, yes. But he's like, but also on the other side, he's like, there's, they had the hilarious debate because they're like, absolutely hates mustard. Now, I hate all yeah. of them, which is fine, but it was so funny to see the divide between yes, ketchup, no mustard, no vice mustard. versa. Mm -hmm. Colin loves ketchup on lots of things. And then Maddie is just yeah, like over more than me. Ma yeah. And Maddie's the other side where he's like, I don't want like this cold ketchup on my just fresh cooked eggs and he's ruined it. And trust me, my whole entire like in-law side of the family will put uh ketchup on scrambled eggs. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so that was a hilarious part to listen. Yeah, if you guys don't catch Constellation, um, mm -hmm. please go listen to that one. Yeah, Constellation is good. But no, I was okay. like. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, I would just be a whole wrench into that. That that I would extend that podcast an hour if they just asked me questions about my eating habits. <laughs> Mustard can go straight in the trash. Yeah. He's gonna eat chicken nuggets by themselves. No no sweet and sour, bro. I will do a barbecue. I've done I've probably sweet and sour is okay. That's probably where I'm kinda like, meh. Okay, all right, all right. It's progress. Lumpia. What? Lumpia. What the what is what are you saying? Lumpia? I don't Con, know. Are you hearing this? Are you part of the same conversation I'm, I'm as me? Listening. What is happening? <laughs> what is this I'm word? So... Oh my what god. What is this word? Oh Sorry, my guys. God. The Destiny Raid you... chat will get here, but we will get to oh Destiny y'all in a second, y'all. I, I, butter... I don't know if we can go down this. Like, do you yeah. not you don't Becca know? Bondo any says I put butter, butter, I'm sorry, butter on his scrambled <laughs> eggs. Now, I will tell you, if you put butter in a pan and make your eggs in there, yeah, that's good. But that's just like using a certain fat to cook eggs. That's not like so I'm going like to put pancakes? a knob of butter on top of the cooked eggs. I'm not going to do that. So you like pancakes? Of course. Do you like pancakes with syrup? Yes. You have syrup on pancakes? Yes. You drowned it? You actually put it no, on top okay, of Okay, so here's the high. thing. I don't want them like swimming. I knew it. But I do enjoy the flavor of syrup. Yeah, I do enjoy like syrup. But yeah, I was like, what about what about you're southern, right? What about chicken and waffles? Uh, yeah, I could do that. Put syrup on your chicken and waffles and hot sauce. Not hot hey, sauce. Not sauce. Yeah, I can do yeah, hot, hot sauce. sauce. Relax, Come relax, on. Nope. Yeah, relax. That's too Come much for him. That's too much. No hot sauce. I can see that. I can see. How that. do you not though? I feel like then it's just you're just turning. My into wife something... makes up for it. Okay, she's the one eating like the torchies queso that that's got the habanero sauce mixed in it, and she's enjoying all that stuff. So, God bless she, her. God bless. She loves that man. I'm Ask telling you right her what now. lumpia is. Lumpia. What I'm lumpia gonna is. Google it right now. If you guys want yeah, freaking help me, from. lumpia. Oh, GK balls. Don't even ask about Mexican food. We've been in that chamber with him. Yeah, we've been there. Spring rolls. Okay. They're not spring rolls, bro. I oh, my God. L-U-M-P-I-A. It's our various types of spring rolls commonly found in the Philippines and Indonesia. That's what it says. Wow. Grape-like pastry skin, lumpia wrapper. 
I would describe that as a pretty reductionist definition, actually. Well, then you can blame Google. I will. I will. I'll be laying a very very sternly worded letter at their doorstep later. Pizza is not too spicy. I will do pepperoni on my pizza. Okay. Pineapple? Uh, actually, yeah. I will do pepperoni. I will do pepperoni. That's actually a controversial one. A lot of people don't like No, it's like, I will do pepperoni and pineapple because I kind of like the sweet and spice. I don't do it often, but every so often I'm like, yeah, I'll do a little pepperoni and pineapple. Not often. Normally it's just pepperoni. I feel like E is only like 30 seconds away from telling us that yogurt is too spicy for him. (laughs) No, see, I don't mind spice. That's the thing. Like spices, I'm not so much against. It's usually like vinegar-based sauces, which is, or I mean, that's kind of one of those things. So like hot sauce, salad dressing, vinegar-based things where the vinegar is noticeable usually right, i kind of right. walk away that's why things like teriyaki or barbecue it's covered up enough where i don't really get it so sweet seems to be okay yeah and that's my wife yeah that's sweets i will tend to okay. lean into sweets yeah okay i'm learning he's that. got and a now sweet we... tooth and so here's, here's, here's what I, here's what i've learned about e he has the exact taste of an eight-year-old boy he has like they haven't changed at all <laughs> bro that's what literally, i could walk he'll my he'll wife he'll in he'll here and he'll he'll she would 100 agree with you yeah it's like literally Yes. If a kid, if a kid is yes. told not to eat it yes. as a kid, he yes. likes it. He likes it. Yeah, doesn't like he, salads. If my yes. brother listened to this, he's gonna be rolling on the floor laughing. Bro, my yeah. wife would understand. He, the eight year old has been. Means, yeah. yeah, the eight year old hasn't been disciplined to to mm. eat what you were supposed to eat, mm. and you've been allowed to grow up into this man that has not eaten these things you're supposed to. Eat. That's it. That's <laughs> no it. one was. No one stopped your madness That's early. It. That's it. He well, didn't have why they didn't stop my madness. Hole. Apparently, I threw up when I was younger, so that's why. Oh, so uh, I didn't like scared. it so he much. Was like, it was okay. coming back. So they were weak. They were oh, what weak. It, yeah, because what it is, a yeah. lot of us as kids, I used to be like that on some level where mentally we put ourselves in a thing where it's like, oh, if I had that, it's gonna be disgusting. And as your taste buds evolve and you try it, you're like, okay, it's not that bad. I survive because some things, either the look or the texture in our mind, we think, y'all. Cottage cheese, that's I will probably, ne- I will never touch cottage cheese. Looks disgusting. See, see, looks. See? I won't even touch. Like looks, I texture. Got it. Nah. I got it. Mm-hmm. We figured it out. We cracked the case. We, we cracked, cracked the cold. case. Good, good Eight job, Traff. Good job. There we Traff. go. We figured it out. All right. Oh, well, I hope the uh, spaghetti. Spaghetti. I got yes. spaghetti. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Sauce, marinara sauce. sauce. Yes. Every, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Marinara Kids sauce. Pizza. Kids eat spaghetti. Pizza. Uh, spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oreos. Chef Boyardee, bro. Fun stuff. This has been. The root of nightmares. This conversation <laughs> right here is the root of my nightmares for sure. Well, He's the I hope, hope all of you guys stayed around long enough to make it through. Yeah, the Earth Sauce comment has returned. <laughs> I'm so glad it has because <laughs> I have not forgotten about Earth Sauce. Yep. Yes. Well, um, we did actually play some Destiny in the past week. Besides Alfredo, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Alfredo. He's just gonna be answering food questions. I know. I if know, you guys yeah. hear random food, Dino Nuggets and ketchup. Nope. I'll do the Nuggets. No ketchup. <laughs> Uh, yeah so raid root of nightmares it dropped on friday um i know how i went in but i kind of want to get your guys takes like when when was your first experience and how did it go travis i kind of want to get yours because i know you were looking to do that so you could finish up your review yeah so i had to work on friday i was writing stuff i was working on other projects i think i had ign first stuff i was working on as well and so um what's funny is Every year for the raid, people ask me, Travis, what's your team for the raid? And every year I give them the same answer, which is, I don't really have one yet, but it usually works out. 
And every year I've had one every year. Travis has been like, all right, we've got a team. We're going to practice together. We're going to do raids before the raid has not gone well. It's like been like one of my hardest raids. And it, I think, I think when I work with teams that where there's a lot of pressure on it, it just never comes together for mm-hmm. some whatever reason. So this year I did the exact opposite. I did exactly what I did with deep stone crypt, which is like, I didn't prep at all. And I didn't even have a team. So I got finished working and I figured things will work themselves out, right? I'll find a team who wants to play with me or something. And then somebody messaged me, Hey, trying to raid. And I was like, yeah. And I went in, we started at 7 PM Pacific California time. And we were done by midnight. It was great. I got through with it in five hours. It was not super hard. We were sort of just figuring out the encounters and getting our stuff together. It took like maybe hour, 90 minutes per encounter. Right. And then we'd move on to the next one and, and start it over again. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we had, a, we had a fun time. It, it obviously isn't the best raid destiny's ever done. It's definitely not the hardest raid destiny's mm-hmm. ever done, but, um, it's really hard to beat that new raid feel, right? Even when it's just good, not great. It's, it's a new raid, new environments, new story, uh, new bad guy that we're getting taunted from, which was super cool. I also got to find out that entire time that I was correct about the location. I remember E, I, I tweeted at you that yeah, I, I, I predicted that I predicted that. that a day before uh, Lightfall came out, once they were showed the launch trailer, I mm-hmm. predicted that the raid was going to take place on that pyramid ship with the plants everywhere. And yeah, so you old tweet. I, I, na- I nailed it. Yeah. Ooh. So, um, yeah, it, it was a fun experience for me, and it, I was sort of like right at the tail end of um, my review. I had done everything else in Destiny up to that point, uh, everything else I needed to play for Lightfall, and then I was able to just write the review that night. I added a couple paragraphs about the raid, and then sent it off. Uh, and then I had the rest of my weekend uh, to kind of hang out, which sometimes doesn't happen on raid weekends. Sometimes I'm like beating my head against the wall for like. 36 hours and then I take a nap and then I come back and beat it. And you know, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it was nice to just have low pressure. So I was happy as a reviewer. It was great. Cause I didn't have to sweat it out. I just sort of went in and, and busted it and then went out. So it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fun. What about you? How was your experience just on the general when first did you uh, jump in? Yeah, well, started late. <laughs> had a uh, little issues. Uh, one thing about I got I got to say this. One thing about Destiny. It's funny what Travis said about like the set team and everyone is ready to go and that you know. One thing I realized that Destiny is still one of the most powerful games in gaming is grown men arguing and fighting with each other about oh, yeah. Destiny. Because in my clan, it was high drama, <laughs> and all I, I see all of y'all in there, <laughs> but it was high drama. Yeah. Thankfully, most of it is resolved, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's why I said Destiny is still the best game because you have grown men beefing about stuff like this. But anyway, I digress. So let's get into it. Um, contest mode, I didn't get a chance to uh, jump in. I jumped in after and, you know, my, my, my initial thoughts of it was, okay, let me see where they're going to go with it narratively, you know, that kind of thing like that. You know, why are we here the whole bit? I like aesthetically. I thought it was looked cool. You know, obviously it's, it's a little bit more pyramid, but now we have the traveler in there with the whole earthy vibe and how that goes. Um, I liked, I'm just going to break it down from encounter. The first encounter, just trying to figure that stuff out, the, the basic mechanic of the shooting the traveler yep. and then advancing the torment is coming out, slapping the, um, the little scions and then moving forward. That, I like, you know, it was a good start. Nothing too crazy, crazy, but just trying to introduce you to the mechanics. The second one was was interesting too, because it was kind of like, okay, 
going from both sides. And then I like that little mechanic where it's like, okay, you, the person who's running with the buff, he gives me the buff so I can shoot those specific, you know, uh, guys that are armored up. Keep the, you know, keep the kinetic stuff going. You're going up to the top. I will say those little transporters, they no. all over the place. They are not consistent, especially not for Warlock. Sometimes no, they shoot. I, my the second no. Titan, oh, I yeah, can control yeah. it a little better. It took me uh, a good, a decent amount of attempts on post contest mode with my Warlock. Those mm -hmm. man cannons, they are not consistent enough to be in a raid. Right. Yes, they are not a consistent yeah. mechanic for that. Um, the third part was kind of like, if I remember, is that the part where you have to survive the energy blast of, of Nazarek, which is now you're traveling up, you're traveling oh, up. Stair, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Reversal. yeah. Interesting. No, no feel here and there. I, I felt there was a little bit of a filler if I just had to nitpick, yeah, but I mean, it's, it, it's, it was cool. It's, it's a aesthetic. But I now, mean, I, jumping yeah. puzzles are always kind of filler. Yeah. So, and I, they tend to be my favorite part because it's mm -hmm. low stakes and everybody's just kind of yeah. laughing and exploring yeah, and dying around. and making fun of each other. Yeah. I did feel it was extra long, though. I felt like yeah. I was like really yeah. going up. It was like, a okay, little, was a little lengthy. It was like, it didn't need to be all of this. Yeah, it I was like, this could have been a few less. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Now, I will say, then we get to what I call the planets. Yeah. I like planets. I like, to me, you can make an argument that planets was the best part of the raid for me i just thought it yeah, was a you nice and half of twitter said that i mean that was oh, okay yeah, i didn't know I, how, I didn't yeah, yeah, okay yeah. i didn't know how people felt I said about that in my that. review too yeah, yeah oh cool like, cool yeah planets was dope because it took a lot while to figure out then you got the dps phases and um extending it being smart um the light dark thing it, it, it was a lot to it and it, it was cool so i will say that um i was i was a fan of that of that mechanic and then obviously you get to the top and then it, it's it's Nezarek and um you know, shout out to Nazarek, not on that diet. You know, it's he, been, been a high-carb day for him. It's not, he ain't got roke level of, you no, know. He's not, he's not lean. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been bulking. He's been bulking, you know. Yeah, he's been bulking, you know. So he came out, you know, seeing what he was about. And I like the fact that he does chase you around. I thought that was cool. As opposed to just a stationary boss. The ads in there. Yo, I was in the center. First of all, all this, I'm ad duty, just for the record. Cog is ad duty. My ad duty was challenged. In the center. If you're the center guy, yeah. oh boy, because you got the right side, the left side that they want to focus on you sometimes, then you got to worry about him. And I felt so bad for my runners because sometimes they was getting overrun. But I, I thought it was a fun mechanic. I like that we um can do like a safety um mechanic if you don't want to, you know, go for the DPS phase. I thought the DPS phase, you know, was fun. Shout out to, oh, shout out to Thunderlord during this raid. Shout out to Thun Thunderlord. Yo, yeah. shout out to Ducky. Shout out to a couple of people. Like, putting that on really made a difference. So, um, yeah, I thought it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Forbearance is good. Sarko, shout out to Sinister. Yeah, Growing Trees and stuff like that. But now, look, solid raid, fun. I'm a fan that it was a nice departure from symbols Yeah, and that. I was stuff. like, yeah, you didn't want symbols. You didn't have any of them. I needed that. I yeah. needed a raid without hieroglyphics and all this other, you know, stuff. Like, that was cool. Gotta do your I, research homework of translations of ancient Sanskrit over here to understand what to call these things. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, Sinister put me on that, the call, but shout out to DJ or also the joint. Um, oh, the Lord is the future. You're an idiot. Oh, I, I think that, like, he told me there was a callback that where you ended is where you started with Nazareth yeah. or something like that. Right. So that, I thought that was cool. Kind of like a uh, Deep Stone Crypt. I felt we got some nice lore for Savathun in this. 
I thought the way he described she killed him and like it was a lot of her plot on how he ended up in the situation he was in. And then the whole light and basically they, they tried to foreshadow final shape. Light and dark together. Like se- part of season the me- of the deep next season is just like Yeah. Need that stuff now. Yeah. So I thought that was good. Look, was it the best raid? Nah. But it was fun. It was a fun experience. It was solid. Um, I still have Deep Stone Crip over this. I gotta I was be gonna honest. say, so where does this fall in your pantheon of raids, sir? If we do a D2 raids, you know, yeah. I know I'm still a fan of Last Wish. I always feel Last Wish is, is ridiculous. Um, I will say this, E, I'll give you this. After doing this raid, for a person that Richard complained about Val, I had an appreciation for Val. I was like, nah, Val is that, that, that wave. Because still the Rolk encounter is just majestic. Still the, the, the symbols, the chaotic nature of moving around. What, what's that encounter called with the symbols and you got to move one? around? I forget the name. I'd have heard of yeah. obelisks, like that. Yeah, whatever that. Or, no, name. Even though I'm not good at it, when it works correctly, it's a symphony of madness is what I call it. It's just... That's that third encounter. Yeah, and I love I like that. So yeah. That's why I like that third encounter so much. As you said, I mean, it's, it is a symphony of chaos, but when it runs right, oh, exhibition, beautiful. I think that's what it is. Exhibition, yeah. Um, when it runs right, it's just like this like well-oiled machine, like trade it off, okay, yeah. line up here, switch, call mm-hmm. it. And it's like, there's a lot going on, but when it's smooth, it's like, it would be really hard to describe this to just a person who has no idea what's going on, but in right. the moment, feels really cool. Yeah. So my gut feeling, it's in the middle of the pack. I still have Deep Stone over it. I still have Vow over it, and I have Last Wish over it. But it's a good raid. It's good. Yeah. It's not like, oh my god, this was was terrible kind of thing. But that's where I'm. At. I'm curious, E, your whole experience. You know, yeah. Um. At. So ours was contest as well. We started on Friday. Um. Mm-hmm. We went for basically Friday until like three o'clock in the morning for us. We were trying. Mm-hmm. Um. But we definitely had a longer experience than Travis. Um. But the nice thing was, okay, we went to sleep, came back. Next day at like 11, my time. So I slept for like a decent amount of time, which is why I appreciate the 48 hours. Because we could. We we put like 15 hours in. We're like, okay, we think we got the mechanics kind of got, because we were on Rolk before we went to bed. It just wasn't ironing uh, out. Nezarek. Nezarek, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we were on Nezarek. And then we went to bed, came back, and like second attempt after we got some sleep, we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're getting to final stand. Like it was coming together pretty quick. Um. But yeah, walking in, first encounter, you're like, okay, we are going into a pyramid, but then you see all the terraforming vegetation, vines, and all the mm-hmm. stuff going on. And I was just like, damn, this place looks cool. I really like the how they could take a pyramid, but really give it a contrast from the Traveler's Light and the terraforming effects of it. I really enjoyed the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nezarek's voiceovers the whole time were really cool. Loved hearing him. Just mm-hmm. the voice... Whoever did the voices for him kind of made a very good ominous voice for the whole thing. Yes. Um, yeah, and just kind of understanding the mechanics of like first it was uh, EV. So True Vanguard and I were trying to do the connecting the lights, and we were like kind of we started trying to figure it out, and then we're like, "Hey, do you want me to help with Ad Clear? Do you think you can handle that?" And then basically we just said, "Hey, you're going to be the one connector. Five people on Ad Clear." Then that started to come together, and we kind of knocked that out pretty quick. Um, nice. If you want a good ad clear build right now, oh, at least this season for the artifact, oh, volatile flow. Oh my god! Oh my god! Literally funnel web bricks. and retrofit escapade. 
Woo! And then void bricks everywhere. Just I'm just <laughs> blowing stuff up. And I recently just got uh, the harsh language void waveframe with the destabilizing grounds, which makes mm -hmm. things volatile after a kill. Like if you kill an enemy, it makes things around it volatile. So That's you're just uh, no, it's the void waveframe GL breach. So it's an energy slot. I just got one with that, and I was messing around with it in the. Um, Where did I drop it? I think it's just a world drop, honestly, because I've only seen a few. I think it's, it's a just wave frame void. Wave frame That's void that has destabilizing grounds, which will on kill oh, cause. I yeah, I know. I I had that and I was messing around with it a lot. I haven't even seen that gun. So like that's another one you could put in there. Um, yeah, wave frames are going to be great. Lots of ads, lots mm -hmm. lineup like wave forbearance with chain reaction, wave frame mm -hmm. with volatile. You got some options. Um. But yeah, that was a fun encounter. Tormentors were kind of thrown in the mix. It was nice to see those in the raid because we didn't get Hive Guardians in the raid kind of thing. So those were yes. nice to see those getting at least a little bit more of a use. Mm -hmm. uh, second encounter with the Man Cannons. Uh, after contest, I did it with my Warlock. That was more of a pain in the butt until I figured out I kind of had to double tap and then like the float kind of mm -hmm. got there. My Titan was a little more, but they are just so unreliable. We had the mechanics pretty quick. Okay, trade about you bouncing back and forth, connecting your dots, whatever it is, and we had two, one person on each side doing it. Um, man, there were just enough times whether it was the second floor, and then we get up to the third floor, and then and then something would get screwed up by the main cannon again. And it's just those or couch cannon. I think uh, Rook said it in chat. It's just somebody was like, "You made the Halo launchers that are like perfect. Mm -hmm. Why do you have to make this that is so not?" Like Bungie has made a man cannon before, and in Halo, those things are perfect every time. Like you just, and it just sends you across and you land where you're supposed to. These, like, you could get physics, you could go down, two people in the same one, you might get booped off to the side, too high, too low, time the landing, overshoot the slide, like, just not consistent. So it's like, it's fine, but it was just not consistent. So I don't love that. The mechanics of switching back and forth is fine. If you just made a better man cannon launcher, totally fine. Actually kind of enjoyable encounter. You know, a little bit of back and forth and, you know, if somebody drops, you could actually help pick up and then recover. Uh, and then we have the... There were so many fun descriptions of the oh uh, the um the thing that you enter the, the opening whole, of the, the opening yeah, of it was had, many of those we had and, the yeah. the opening of the flower we can just say it nicely like that uh, traveler yes. sphincter traveler yes. sphincter very, Easter very bunny's sphincter butthole yes yes we had, very yeah, a lot flowery of those. butthole yeah so yeah and then that opened with lighter darks you had the little connections in there so that was there yes. was some fun commentary. Uh, then we got mm -hmm. to the, um, yeah, the like the charge up pulse. Um, yeah, yeah we'll that? definitely go ahead and say that that is they that one started being called the throbbing. Getting <laughs> <laughs> excited, he is excited to see it's you. Exactly. So it was. Uh, that's that's the name that seems to have stuck with our group. Sorry for everyone yes. who's joining this one late. To Travis's point, those puzzles is where everyone gets yeah, silly. Yeah, it's like it's laughing, goofy, it's kind of fun. Yep. You're just having fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the planets encounter. Like, you walk into that room and it'll make cinematic. So cool. Just a throwback to the cinematic from the Witch Queen to the Witness and the planets and everything. Also goes back to the two truths and two lies where now we have the power oh. to move planets. So that's actually kind of confirmed, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um... And then just kind of getting, working it out. It was me and cool guy, like, straight across from each other. And we we're like, all right, we, everybody had to figure out their call-outs. So it was like, were you front, back, wall? Or, like, we had our call-outs. And, it, you know, we played a little bit on Tuesday. And there were different call-outs that were used. And so figure out what works for you. 
We didn't do we numbers, didn't, we, no. Okay, so yeah, okay. So how, what did y'all call about? Just so cool guy were on the higher triangles. Mm-hmm. We were opposite from each other, and we just did front and back of the two that were like in line, and then mm-hmm. one that's the like the wall in the far part of the room, the whatever one was by the wall, and that's what we ended up working for us. So I mean. Okay. Talk it out with your partner and you can probably find something that works. I mean, mm-hmm. Fallout came in and played with us on Tuesday for our first one. And mm-hmm. that, and he, he was saying like left, right, middle or something like that. Right. So was yes, like, that was yes. another one. And I'm going with the plates with the, with the planets. Okay. What about the plate DPS? How was that for you guys? Um, I was running Titan bubble and then we just had a lot of warlocks. So it was wells on a couple of them. I had a bubble to kind of set it up for protection. And then it was just trying to figure out for some reason, the damage, even when we did it on a Tuesday, like our damage phases feel short. So I'm not entirely Lord. sure. Thank you. Yeah. They're really like tight windows and we're like, okay, it's on. And it's like, you're going and then all of a sudden it's like fire's coming. And he's immune again. We're like, doesn't, it feels like there's something in there that should either extend it. And I don't know if there is, So I got to figure maybe there's some mechanic that comes up later on. Um, mm-hmm. But just, it was a cool mechanic because the communication, you had to kill the Centurion to get the big guy to spawn. Then you'd have to solo your Colossus. Um, and then you have, yeah, like your three plates kind of like Caretaker is what that reminded mm-hmm. me of was for damage. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Nezarek going crazy. Uh, I was one of the runners. So, I mean, that was my job the whole time. Mm-hmm. I know ad clear. So I was running. And then on my Titan at first, uh, TV switched to Eager's Edge to kind of get a little, get around a little quicker. Mm-hmm. I was okay. using, at first I was a little bit struggling. And then I was like, let me just go shoulder charge. And all of a sudden, that let me get enough speed to move around. So we basically, we would skip. We're fast enough where we skip the white mechanic, which, you know, shout out to Mano. I was talking to him last night. He kind of had a Twitter, a tweet that blew up and was saying, Wait, what you know, say? well, he basically just was like, do you guys know a lot of you? Now, there was one, there were multiple things I saw. One, if you put a well down and he would like, uh, Nezarek would land and people would like, he'd land and they'd punch him and he'd just mm-hmm. like stay there. Yes. And that yes. was like a glitch some people were doing. We didn't do yeah. that, but I heard about that. Um, but if you go fast enough, you skip where you need to like get the little safety buff. Right. And right. that's what we got fast enough to do. And yeah, so put us onto the safety buff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we got to where we were fast enough to where we didn't have to do that. And basically what Mano had asked was like, do you guys think that, you know, I feel like Bungie should have almost made you engage with the raid mechanic as opposed right, to being able right, to be right. fast enough to skip it. And it's Mano. kind of a debate. <laughs> No, 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 like, no, and I'm not throwing him under the bus because it is a legitimate discussion about, like, the difficulty of the raid and stuff like that, and people pile on on Twitter, they're all stupid, like, the internet is mostly crazy, a whole bunch of keyboard warriors, shout out to Travis and multiple experiences in that one. Great exterminating a boy. Oh, dude, Travis just, (laughs) just here, just handing out L's left and right, like, just hilarious. Um, Yeah, so, would it have been a better encounter if you had to engage with the switch and that was kind of the question that mano asked and i was like it would have made it more of a challenge for sure depending on how you set it up you get the buff and then you spread um no i'm not trying to throw mano under the bus he just brought up a good point and which is why i kind of wanted to mention it because we were doing it fast enough but it's like that allowed us to skip and it's like okay is that a point where it's like did bungie want to allow the skill skill ceiling to be like if you're fast enough you can technically do it mano i think also said the second one is quicker if you don't yes. do the buff the first time, which he explained that to me last night. And that's why I wondered, I was like, we have to be really tight on our second one. We can do it. But now it makes sense why it's so much closer. Um, yes. So that one kind of makes sense. But it was just kind of the connections. But it was, it seemed like, and again, I don't know who's trying. I wasn't on sniper duty of trying to take the hatred 
That seemed to be yeah. the big struggle for us was pulling the hatred, trying to get the gaze. Because if you're a runner, you don't have a lot of room for error. Mm. And then all of a sudden, if I'm floating and being booped in the air and I'm just like, oh, well, he gets. Booped uh, yeah. And I'm just like, so I'm like, oh, that's going to. Yeah. And it was terrible. So it's like, mm. I don't know how difficult the control is, if there's consistency. So there's like some of that stuff is either probably going to get worked out, not as hard on contest and those kind of things. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, DPS, I think we ended up going to rockets for both the third and fourth uh, with galley mm-hmm. and some rockets and other stuff is what ended up working for us. I mean, overall, yeah. I enjoyed it again somewhere. It's probably going to be in the middle. Um, okay. but I do enjoy the fact that final guy does move more of an active yes. arena. Like I enjoy oh, he it. He I was like, and now we're actually, it's a little different as opposed to roll. Cause like the buildup to the arena and it's empty, mm-hmm. but also, you know, the, the arena is very active, which I kind of enjoyed. But on the mm-hmm. other side, it felt like you had to be, you almost had to have a well, multiple wells basically. And that's, I mean, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't, but the way the encounters are designed, it's hard not to. I mean, there's so many things coming at you, whether it's the third guy spraying fire all over the plate you've got to stand on, and then you've got to go stand on that and do damage. You're like, how are you going to do that? Healing Rift is sure as hell not going to help. So again, <laughs> it's just like Rift, Rift, or well after well after well. And that yeah. seems to be a requirement, and that's still where I like the idea of the movement of Rolk so much because you yes. couldn't do that you can't do the well yeah, but also the, but you also weren't being pelted by 100 enemies it's like you managed like to get to damage phase and damage right. was managing him in the instance in the situation not Correct. twenty thousand guys so it's Correct. again it's another variation hopefully final shape does something cool i still want them to do some type of encounter where it's not shoot one dude in the head with a crit spot I want mm. something to where it's like, I need multiple things to shoot where everybody has to take one or you can pull out a machine gun okay. and you need to mow down multiple ads mm. and like some more spread mm. encounter as opposed yeah, to it sound like Travis talk. It sound like dude in the face. shout out to, uh, to Warren. He brought up a great point, which is you actually don't need a, um, hatred strat in that encounter. If you have me on your team, because he will attack me no matter what. <laughs> It doesn't matter where I am on the map or how <laughs> far away from him or how few times I've shot him. He will focus me. He'll come after me. He'll attack me even when I'm hiding behind out of the l- bounds of the level. He'll still hit me with his attack, uh, which Warren can attest to because I helped his group uh, get their first clear. Nice. And uh, yeah, um, there you go. So if you <laughs> ever have trouble with Nez, just invite me to your team. Bungie hates me and they've programmed Nezarek to <laughs> to chase Nez- just you. Nezarek me. That's his job. Well, I will tell you, if you ever want to get the raid exotic, don't play with Cool Guy because he is now on a five raid streak in a row on his first clear, getting the exotic five raids in a row. Are you serious? Yeah. Literally, like, it was hilarious. Like, we got our clear that afternoon and it was an an hour before Fallout tweet. He's like, I swear to God, if Fallout gets the... (laughs) The exotic on the first drop and cool guy literally replied like an hour later. It's like, sorry, dude. It's kind of one of those like, yo, and he did. It was, it's ridiculous. Like he, that's, that's another level. I think TV got it over the weekend on like a clear. So Mm -hmm. he got it too. But first clear five raids in a row. Like, bro, come on. That's ridiculous. Shout out, shout out to people who want to help me with my 52nd King's Fall run for uh, Malice and my, uh, my, 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 uh, what is it? I think about like 60 dungeons for the bow 
uh, for Watcher, Fire the Watcher. Bow. I need to go get my cat list. And yeah. uh, yeah. obviously, I also need the shotgun. So the list yeah. is growing and not getting yeah. shorter, which is not a great sign. Um, I will yeah. say this. I'll let your boy. I will say this. Salute to them for in the challenges, having challenges that increase the drop rate yeah, of the rating. From the dungeon. Thank God. Because <laughs> I was like, granted, go, oh, we don't know okay. the statistics on that because it's always BS in the True. background. This raises True. your chance. I'm like, it could raise it 0.01% when you have one <laughs> out of a, a billion chance to get it. I'm like, so it's not always I, like, it's always a whole background speculative. I don't know what the numbers True. down. True. But I have faith that the fact that they have multiple sources to do this. And one of them, I feel for the people that are going to have to do this flawless though with that. With the with the bus mechanic and the, and the jump. Oh no! In the like middle. a flawless raid with the main cannons is just gonna Ooh. piss me. Like that's if you can get past that, then you gotta buckle up. But you may as well just like count out a flawless run until you get oh, done with that. Because flawless run is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say loot wise, what drops you got? I got like a um a sidearm that I actually think has potential. I just got terrible rolls on it. The um, I didn't get the shotgun, but I saw a cool guy's video. The shotgun looks amazing. Oh, I think the exotic, got... yeah, it's got potential. It's like an automatic freeze. Whoever, then you get the solar. Yeah, if you hit most of the bullets with the first one, Mm -hmm. it's a guaranteed basically stasis freeze fully, like not a half a full. And then the second one, if you hit, says basically all of the bullets or nearly all of the bullets, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. an instant incandescent ignite. Yes. And I will say the wave, I mean, the trace rifle, the solar trace. That has so many good rolls and I can't get one. Is insane for boss DPS. Oh no, I did finally. I got it's a baby cold heart. What you got? I got some recon- reconstruction target lock. Oh, you got the oh. uh, well, like the other two pieces may not be perfect, but yeah, those two. No, 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 bro. You one. got baby cold heart. Yeah, you got the reconstruction. Yeah, that's the one I got talking about. I get the reconstruction. Yeah, that yeah, one's that's crazy. What I'm looking for. That's crazy. And it also could come with incandescent yeah. stuff like the that. The AR so, feels yeah, what's... my role is not that good. Still it's feels so good, 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 which means Are, a good roll is going to feel better. That AR actually is going to have some potential. Because 720 I got, strand, right? 720 strand, and mine's got the paracausal affinity on it. And basically, it's like what final blow. Okay, final blows of energy types matching this weapon's alignment grant increased damage for a short period of time, and it's 20%. Light mm-hmm. final blows boost arc, solar, and void. Darkness final blows boost stasis and strand. And literally, mm-hmm. I can I can grab the, sta- the strand grenade launcher get a kill, mm-hmm. switch to my AR, and that buff is procced. I can use the Got AR it. to get a kill, and the buff is procced. Now, granted, it. you can't flip... Vo- I can't get, like, a void shotgun kill that also has the buff, and then switch mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. But in theory, you could do... Like, if you could get all of Strand or Strand and Stasis weapons, you could kind of have the yeah. whole thing working together. So, there are some mm-hmm. cool ones. And then the um, Harmonic Resonance is not bad, not yes. amazing, but not bad. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, the like, weapons like, are weapons are decent. Seem, early early props out, you know, early results seem like the weapons people are positive about the drops so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, um, fun experience. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we were up from eleven to three. That was like fourteen hours or fifteen hours or whatever that was. And then woke up and I think we had it knocked out in less than two the next day after we slept. So it was just got to sleep, knocked it out, and good. Um, yeah. yeah, Val still has some damn good loot. Yeah, Val, I think every... Between the linear, the uh, yeah. deliverance fusion, the pulse rifle that I love, forbearance, those four alone. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah. probably going to set it apart. Yeah, the linear, the fu- yeah, it, deliverance is crazy. There's really not a whack drop in Val, I feel. Yeah, very, like the sidearm from this one, I'm probably not going to get a lot of use out of it. Not so it's good. Launcher. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what'd you say? 
Which one? Grenade launchers, eh. The trace rifle so far, at least all the trace rifle the trace rifle can get good rolls. Like for a trace rifle, it's probably going to be one of the best legendaries if you can get the right rolls on it. That'll be what you get. Trace what, rifle. Trav, what'd you get? What'd you get? What drops you got? That's it, really. I've mm. gotten like four copies of the grenade launcher and three yeah. copies of the trace rifle. So I'm glad you brought that up. Can we address something? I'm getting tired of whatever the first drop you get in a new raid. I've noticed this new pattern. Like I got a chess piece. Then if you get the secret chess, it's the same. it has to be, has the, to same. be the same. It thing. cannot be like Bungie. What's up with this loot pool, bro? Yeah. Stop. I, I went to a raid and got three chests in a row. Like, come on. Like, you can't do. You, you got to open it up. It should have all the possibilities of that encounter as opposed to getting duplicates of the one. Yeah. That drives me nuts. Okay. Yeah, I'm I've got like open. three or four chess pieces or legs or something. I've got a lot of armor. I've only gotten one piece of armor, so I'm feeling pretty good. What do yeah, you guys think of the armor good. look? Because it is unique. Horrifying. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. I don't know who did that, but it was a mistake. Good job. It's kind of, I don't like it either, but I like where they're going with the Indian army. I mean, for the Warlock. I haven't seen y'all. For the Warlock, it's, it's kind of like this like, extra Indian arm thing. Karma it's Sutra, got a very uh, unique like Karma pattern. Sutra. You got to look that word up because I don't think that's yeah. what you think that oh, is. Whatever, whatever it is. Whatever that. Oh, it's, not whatever that, that is. it's not that. Okay, it's not that. It's not that. Raw culture. Sorry. Ooh, Do you know amazing. what that is? That no, was amazing. <laughs> clearly. Oh, you want Whatever to roast? Hold on. Goal. You want to roast me about my food? Please, somebody <laughs> roast him about the two words he just said. Okay. Just... For, first of all, Cog, you meant Vishnu. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's there it is. There it is. Okay. There, it is. there it is. That's what I meant. Do you? Second wanna... of all, Karma Sutra is a book of, about tantric sex. Yep, <laughs> okay. That's what it is. it is. Yeah. The arms excited. <laughs> oh. Oh man, that was great. Sorry, Cog got Cog got really excited when he saw those extra arms. He was like, I know what I can do with those. That'd be so great. Yep. Possibilities. Well, this has been an episode. It sure has. <laughs> we've got, we've covered a lot of bases. Yes. We've covered, yes. you know, goddesses. Yes. We've covered boiled eating food. habits and now yeah. sex manuals. Beautiful. Sex manuals. There we go. Yeah, that's there good stuff. Tantra, baby. Tantra. Yeah. Well, now we know well, now we know Cog uh Cog's library situation. It does know. not hey, include me. that book. Don't judge me, baby. I, <laughs> or I it have, does, and that's I have why fun it was in my head. household. Yeah, he has fun. He has himself. way too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun over here. <laughs> Hope there's no upside yeah. down pineapples at your house, and then we're good. So. Yo, <laughs> yeah, stupid. Um. Anyway, where do you guys land on where? I'm trying to think, like the best way to ask this question. Do you think this did new things in the raid enough to feel like novel? Do you feel like it's just another notch in like the Destiny raid belt? Do you, where do you feel? Where are your hopes for final shape after seeing this? I guess that's the best way to put it. From seeing this one and Val and kind of the progression we've got since like Last Wish and all of those things since, where do you guys have hopes now for final shape? Um, I think, look, I still, the thing, it still remains that they botched the narrative. Right? I mean, we, we can't get out of that, right? You know, to me, and I spoke to Sinister about this while I was doing the raid. As much as I like the raid, there's a part of me that 
reason why I have more an appreciation for Roke is a part of me that this was nonsensical. It was just like this random shot of the Traveler creates this raid that we feel to go here, and then Nazareth Nazareth is here. It to me it was a purposeful diversion to not continue on with where we need to go with the witness. Yeah. Now I get it. You know, Nazarek is important. They've been building him. He's been built throughout the, the campaign. He's been hiding. I get it, but it it just and now he's been unbuilt. Yeah, it was it was just you brought him back to life to kill him again, and then it, it, you know, I, as much as I love the raid, narratively we're still on pause. We're still they're still pressing the pause button on us to not move it forward, and I still feel like you know, season of the what is it, um, defiance with her at least is a little bit of what may come next. So I just didn't like this approach. That, that's just all. I just, you know, I know what they're trying to do. I, I just don't like the approach of pressing pause on a major expansion. You're not allowed. You, this is 10 yeah. years, bro. Like, tell us what's going on. And and I, I just, I, it's, 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 it's just frustrating because you know the potential could be there, but I just feel like you're just giving me a little cracker here. You're giving me a little muscle here. You try to stretch this thing out. Like, bro, give me the meal. Like, we we big enough for the meal now. <laughs> you know what I'm so, You're yeah. Like, I've had was... enough of the free bread. Give me the steak. Yeah. It, again, not terrible, but unacceptable for expansion. That That's just where I'm at. Like, you got to give it. I know, Trav. I, 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 feel, I, I think I read a little bit of what you said. I think we were lying there. And it, it's just, sure. that's the disappointment. What you're saying is it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's cool. Like a but six out of ten, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you they gonna make a raid narratively about a random shot of the traveler. Yo, yeah, I gotta go over there. Something, something's crazy. Who knows? Who knows? And, and and Nazareth happened to be in that particular. It's just, just you, you know, you, you ain't pushing this thing forward, bro. That's all. Push it forward. That's, yeah, this yeah. feels. It feels like it just gives more and more credence to the idea that this was you know, made to fill the gap that they had to. Same way Rise of Iron was built to give them time to kind of put Destiny 2 together. That's what at least I heard a while ago about Rise of Iron was originally not planned, theoretically. That was supposed right, to be right, correct. like a Destiny 2 situation. They needed more time, so then they had to like make that expansion. And this, the more little things like this, again, the way you phrase that is, hey, he, Traveler shoots the beam into the pyramid ship. Witness goes in. We're not going to go after the witness in any aspect. We're going to go over to the witness who, and we're going to help out the Neomunians, which is kind of the whole point of the expansion. But again, we know more of what the veil looks like from an artist rendering on Twitter since we got the art station drops than we ever got during the entire campaign, which it looks cool. It's still like kind of a weird mm -hmm. jellyfish. It's like kind of a cool concept, this weird jellyfish. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's this Nezrak. He's kind of cool, but. He didn't have an effect on the grander aspect of the Traveler, the light, the dark, all of that stuff. He's kind of this, as you said, we had to bring him back to life to kill him. He was just this essence that it was, so it's like, I didn't mind it, but it didn't right. do anything. To, and it just, it feels like it's more in line. As Travis said, it's right. like, it's okay. Fun raid can be a quick raid, not overly crazy if you're doing it on normal. All mm -hmm. of that stuff is fine. It's an onion. It has layers. Yeah. It has Unfortunately, I think we, we haven't got to the good layers yet. Let me get GK Bowles. He's a cog. The Lord's actually really good, my man. Died. No, it is, but it's it's D1 energy good where I got to go into Grimoire. I got to do all that. Like, tell me in this story. And to your point, E, you said it perfectly. 
the reason why I'm frustrated is the witness went through the door. Our pending doom, this man is carrying out and executing the plan, and we acting like the, the end of the world is for us. But we're going to go sidetrack and go look at some and side missions. It's going to take us a year to get there. That's, yeah, the, that's what's like, worse, is we're going to go through seasons of trying to, like, figure out like how we no get on the one, traveler as opposed to going no in there. No one is scared to death that this man just entered the traveler and, and, and literally holds our whole existence in his hand. No one is worried about the future that we could, we could die at any minute. If he execute, I don't feel that pending doom. And that's the mistake by these side quests, especially after infinity war. That's like, again, you know what? We don't, we don't care about Thanos with the infinity gauntlet right now. He won. Let's go do this side thing on Earth. Like, no, get in that door. B. It's, it's real over there. That's where I'm at. Travis, you feel like you were lining up to say something. I was lining up to say a few things, but I got to let you guys talk. Um, I think the, I think we all know that this was filler, which is part of why it feels like it's, you know, a letdown. But I, I feel like even by filler standards, it's pretty weak because there's a right way to do filler, right? Like uh, you ever watch an anime where like they do a filler episode where the bad guys finally gotten there, but then the entire episode is them like talking to their loved ones right before they go off to fight the final battle, you know? And like that sort of filler, it can be good because it, it helps build the tension toward the final confrontation. In my opinion, this was filler in the worst possible way because it had nothing to do with the final confrontation. Really. It felt like a straight up side quest. And I feel like they could have used this year as an opportunity to build up a ton of momentum going into the next year which is kind of what they did with Shadowkeep. Like, I don't think Shadowkeep was very good, but it, you know, it was at least directly related. It was all about like building up momentum. The darkness is here. The darkness is coming. That was kind of the whole theme, right? We're finally getting to go on a pyramid ship and, and find out what that's about. Um, and I, I feel like they really didn't use their time well because they didn't use their time to build momentum for the witness. If anything, they took away some of that momentum. They made the witness seem less competent, less of a thing to be afraid of. He's now, a, or it is now hiding inside the traveler or in some, some sort of dimension. And it's like, rather than spending this year to sort of like set that up or have us doing something that's directly related to this guy's arrival and the pyramid ships and what that means, they're like, let's go to Neomuna. Let's talk with, to characters that have nothing to do with this, who you've never met who are just going to make cheap jokes and go on like this B movie plot side quest. And it's like, that's just so bad. And I don't think there's any way about that, but I do take issue with people saying that the story is the only thing that was bad. I, and I said this last week, like I think the campaign is not well uh, designed. I think it, it's a huge step down from the witch queen where we had kind of diet raid mechanics in there. Um, I feel like the destination is, is not particularly interesting. And it, it also just seems really at odds with the, idea of lightfall and the stuff that we're going through in the expansion um just really weird to see this beautiful city with no people in it it's just like all right where was this this doesn't really feel like destiny um and yeah i i mean there's also the the stuff i talked about in my review which was like the things that they still haven't fixed no pvp maps no gambit oh, maps man, yeah. one new strike uh you know the just the 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 bugs man like I think I think I might have cut that paragraph out of my review, but I wrote about like the bugs and just how unstable yeah. Destiny feels right now and some other stuff. So um, this is a disappointment. And I think even the people who are 
who are, you know, Lightfall stands or, or simping for Destiny or whatever, I think even they would admit it's a step down from the Witch Queen. I don't think anybody's out here like, oh, this is even better. This is the best oh, yeah, expansion yeah. that's ever come out. I don't think anybody's saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I would hope that Destiny fans would ask for a little bit more from their game, expect a little bit more, uh, and especially going into the final chapter. Um, but yeah, I, from a raid perspective, mm-hmm. um, it sort of feels kind of in line with the rest of the expansion um, in that it's it, fine. It, it didn't, it, it didn't feel cons- consequential, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. The last God of pain didn't really live up to his name too much. Um, I will say, I, th- I feel like it was at least more directly related to the primary conflict of destiny. Mm-hmm. We were on a pyramid ship. We were exploring yeah. the relationship between light and darkness on the traveler. I feel like, if I were designing this DLC, if, if if Bungie told me, hey, Travis, we can't do the final shape until next year. We're going to have to push right. Lightfall back a year. Right. You need to make something that can fill this. Yeah. I would have made the new destination a pyramid ship, and it would have been all about exploring and setting up the darkness light and explaining, answering some of those questions and prepping it. And I feel like then the raid might have felt more in place, but it feels really weird to spend the entire expansion on Neomuna and then go into a pyramid ship and and kind of just do something completely really different i liked it but you know it, it did feel a little i got, I got a question, question for you trev after you yeah. saw all this you know because last uh, last word you were here and at the time the review was a, a strong five yeah something changed i looked at your review and a whole point went up so yeah. after that scathing review very honest very direct you know, what had, what, what gave it the point? I'm very yeah. curious about this. Yeah. So if you read my review, most of the stuff I complained about that I gave it a five is still there. Correct. I changed, I changed a few things. Mm-hmm. One is I changed how hard I was on strand mm-hmm. because I had, I had more time with it. Okay. Um, when I, when I wrote the original review, I was basically just saying like, and this was true when I previewed the game too. Because I didn't have the full sandbox of Strand, I just felt like, all right, this is just another Destiny Super, but it's in green, right? And and it, that's just not true once you unlock. And I think the when I wrote the review in progress, it was before the week with Tassie and stuff like that, and uh, they hadn't unlocked all of the Strand stuff yet. Uh, and so once we got the full set of tools and all that stuff, I was like, all right, cool. This is, this feels way more unique. And I, I like, I can see the build potential of this. So that was one thing that I changed. Um, and then they did, uh, they did add more quests. You have to keep in mind when I wrote my review, it was like five days after the expansion was out, I'd beaten the campaign. Mm -hmm. And then after that, there were three exotic quests and that was it. That was the entire expansion. Right. And then the seasonal stuff seemed like it was kind of going in the same direction. So mm-hmm. they added some more content, some more quests. They gave us all of the uh, strand uh, uh, abilities and, and mm-hmm. were able to build out with that. And then the raid came out and the raid, I would say, isn't it's not the best raid ever, but it's also not bad. I yeah, think people who are bad. saying like it's straight up bad, like it's, it's no, not no. bad. It's not bad. Not it's bad. just it's just sort of, you know, a bad one. Aspire stars. Aspire oh, stars is bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's like not a good raid. Um, but but this is this is much Sorry, better Scarrow. than that. Sorry, Scarrow. It's better than Leviathan. Mm-hmm. And I do want to talk about the uh, the raid difficulty uh, debate because oh, I have yeah. opinions. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I do, I do want to talk. Really. I do want to talk about that. But mm-hmm. um, the things that brought it up were um, you know more time to deal with the stuff that wasn't uh the the core content like the uh exotic quests and the other stuff that was there more time to play with strand and the raid 
And uh, then right, the, right, I was honestly still wafting right, right between five and six because to me seven was completely out of the question. I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I can't find myself to really describe it at all as good. I, I like the word good just doesn't like sit well with me at all for this expansion. Mediocre and okay. Mm-hmm. mediocre means underwhelming okay mm-hmm. means whelming you know it's like okay. not nothing special and mm-hmm. um the thing that actually changed my mind was i went and i reread the ign scoring rubric which i do every time i'm mm-hmm. having trouble grading a game and i read the definition of five and i read the definition of six and six felt more like it was true to me and okay. so um i think five said something about like it's the type of game that you would forget a day after you played it and that that felt wrong to me okay that felt wrong to me it didn't we can read it if we want on on the show but um it it felt it felt like maybe that was too harsh of a language so five Um, i'll read it sure yes uh five is mediocre this is the kind of bland unremarkable game we've mostly forgotten about a day after we finished playing it mediocre game isn't something you should spend your time or money on if you consider either to be precious, but they'll pass the time if you have nothing better to do. Mm. Six is okay. These recommendations come with a boatload of ifs. There's a good game in here somewhere, but in order to find it, you'll have to know where to look and perhaps turn a blind eye to some significant drawbacks. Mm. But it didn't quite make it to good, which is seven. Playing a good game seven. Playing a good game is time well spent. Could it be better? Absolutely. Maybe it lacks ambition, maybe it's too repetitive but it has a few technical bumps in its road or is too repetitive, but we came away with it happy nonetheless. We think you will too. He skipped over the joke. Which what? is, it says, it says, uh, re- read the list of what the technical bumps might be. Oh, maybe or... it lacks ambition, is too repetitive, and has a few technical bumps in the road or is too repetitive. But There's we came joke. away. I almost like, so I subconsciously <laughs> skipped that one. Yeah, you skipped over it. It says it's repetitive twice because yeah, Dan Stableton's hilarious. Um, yeah, so to me, like the five saying it, it's the kind of unremarkable game that you forget a, a day after, bland, unremarkable. I think certain things in uh, Lightfall definitely meet that standard. I think the campaign, I, if I was judging just the campaign, it would be a four out of 10. I think the campaign is actively bad, like actively bad. Uh, if I was judging the destination, I would say the expansion was a five because this, this destination was 100% bland and unremarkable. But overall, there's a lot of things that I would say are much better than either of those things. Strand, uh, obviously the core gameplay, uh, the uh, raid is definitely not a five or a six. And so those things, I there are things that are fours and fives. There are things that are sevens and eights. Six gotcha. is right in the middle of those yeah. things. And I just feel like overall, when you're taking the whole package and the bugginess mm-hmm. and some of that stuff, I, I, I give it a, I give it a six out of 10. And so that's what brought me there and reading those definitions and saying like, it's a recommendation that comes with a boatload of ifs. That's, that's this, that's lightfall. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, you could play it. Yeah. You could have fun if you don't care about the story. And if, and you see people in the comments on my review giving exactly those sorts of arguments they're like well look you know our expectations shouldn't have been this high or hey destiny's always had this problem and you know hey you know it was that it, doesn't it, you give know, you it, any it, right to like give exactly it a pass, though. that's the exactly thing. so yeah. pe- people give it a pass for certain things and, and to me i anybody who's heard me talk about any video game ever knows i don't give passes for anything i'm just too big of a whiner i'm too whiny <laughs> to ever do that yeah i mean um, respect, so, yeah respect. yeah That's i mean and then yeah you kind of fall like somebody mentioned like which queen striga 
Quicksilver's been bugged since launch, and it's like, I'd love to use it, but right now oh. it's 40% weaker. It's like, that one's Winter's Bite. Like, you do the quest, and then I parked it in the vault because it was disabled for yeah, a while. Disabled. I think it's finally fixed today. Um, yeah. the, the, so, like, the, that the, kind of thing. But I do want to go back to the other piece of this discussion is how many people finish the raid in contest mode? Now, there's a tweet from, like, D1 Alpha Veteran and all this stuff that shows the numbers and how many people... I mean... You can go back to Last Wish. Do you an Alpha Veteran? Isn't that a joke account? I think so, yeah. But yeah, some, somehow that was the one that got like quoted to uh, like the one <laughs> who funny. put all the numbers together. But the idea is like you go back to Last Wish. You had two teams beat it in 24 hours. And of course, data was 24 or two. So two minutes later, so three. <laughs> um, then you have stuff like, you know, Scourge of the Past in there. You've got Shadow Keep. You've got Deep Stone Crypt. And the numbers kind of, they've never been this high. Now, the more we play, the more we understand raid mechanics. The more in Lightfall, we got more quality of life things. When it comes to doing the campaign, now it's not like... Do you remember how hard it was to level up in Last Wish? Or Last yeah, Wish? Yeah. Just oh, to even try and oh, be... Oh, yeah. Light level was one of... I mean, that's Datto did oh. a really good video. If you haven't watched it, it is worth a listen Ooh. because it is 100% valid. He does A really good video is a fun way to describe that. <laughs> it's... The... it's... <laughs> It is a uh, it's a hilarious video. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's it, it, <laughs> but it brings up a lot of points. It's like Dado's elitist video, but honestly, like the points he brings up are all valid. Like, but if you think about now the experience we get, you do the campaign, you're 1770. You had to be 1780 max to be able to interact with everything on contest. Contest is actually a thing now. Now we have 48 hours to experience contest mode, so you can actually sleep as opposed to not. Like these are not bad changes. Better quality of life for leveling. 48 hours so you have healthy sleep patterns. Uh, we are also strong. We have 3.0 subclasses. We've got an artifact. We've got void. But also some people feel the thing was just too easy. And we were even playing through it. And I will say it did seem like the enemies, especially in like the first encounter, didn't feel as threatening. Like I was able to mow them down pretty quickly. And it just kind of depends on how it all goes. But also we struggled for 16 hours. I mean, it wasn't a joke. I mean, Travis did in five. Now, the first team that beat it was two and a half. Two and a half hours was With that. Challenges. With challenges, which I think is important because I beat it in five hours, but I didn't even know what the challenges were. But for World First, you had to beat challenge on every single encounter. Did you? Not on this. Yeah. No, you yes, didn't. you did. Yes, you did. Because they're because I, I wrote the news article for the winning team and it said the Bungie post said that they beat the uh, they were the first team to beat the raid with every challenge. I didn't think really? that was a requirement to beat it, though. I don't remember yeah, reading. I that. was in their official post. Hmm. I just don't remember that being a requirement for World's First or anything. Hmm. I mean, I know they have the World's First like raid post and stuff, but I don't remember them saying that that was required to actually get it. So I'd have to go back and read it. Not challenge. I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I don't recall. But anyway, because I mean, I know when it when there's like the normal and the, the reprised raids, you got to go back, you got to do hard mode, you got to do all that type of like, I remember that oh, but... it was in the it was in the press release. It was in the press release. Mm. I know. I know how to find it. One sec. Mm. Okay. Man, I'll get it for you. Raid yeah, the reprised raid requires that world first doesn't require challenges. Like, I don't think this one did. I think it was literally just all they said is you had to get to the final chest, open it and get the orbit. Yeah. That so it looks the... like it's a reprise raid according to it. Yeah. So I don't think that was this one. Yeah. One sec, anyway. I'll find it. I'll find it. Okay. Anyway, Good. either way, it was two and a half hours, which everybody thought was very quick. Then mm -hmm. we got to see the numbers that it was, I think, you know, if you look over the numbers of the total of teams. Um, yep, all right, it's right here. 
right here. I got the receipts once again. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is a PR email that was sent out by Bungie immediately after announcing World First. Guardians mm -hmm. from around the world fought against an ancient threat in the Root of Nightmares raid this weekend during the World First raid race. A massive congratulations to Team Harden the Paint for emerging victorious. As the first team to both beat the raid and the additional challenges, all six members will receive World First title belts and will forever be known as the World First champions of Roots of Root of Nightmares. Yeah, but, so I don't think they, but I don't think they, they had to. They yeah, might have, but I don't think they had to. I think, yeah. I, I think that's really? Yeah, they just back, optionally beat all the challenges? I mean, they, they, may, have, nice. they may have just done that, but... <laughs> yeah, they was just dead no, nice with like, yeah. Honestly, it was never listed as a requirement. It is. They yeah. said you had to have the triumph, basically, of like pulling the loot from each encounter and then getting and then back to orbit. orbit. But yeah, yeah, that's why. Why would they put that in the thing? Because it I, says it says. I think as, it would. It, no, but here's the thing: it says as the first team to both beat the raid and additional challenges, they receive world first belts and will forever be known. So it seems like the comma is saying. These are the qualifications to become world first. But that's They're not the what they said. Yeah, that's an, that's poorly worded by them because they never once mentioned that previously in the TWABs. Like, hey, yeah. you have to accomplish all that would have been a thing. Yeah. And I did I think not was, hear about that anywhere was, during the like raid races. Yeah, I think it was more of a commendation to them on how great they are. Yeah, aside from doing that, they did this. Yeah. And then what we you know, we're gonna recognize it. But yeah, they amazing. Shout out to yeah. what is it, hard in the paint? Hard in the paint, yeah. Hard, hard in the, the paint. paint. They yeah. go, they go extra hard, they go extra hard. But where are we with this? Uh, but I mean they said like players that cleared cataclysm was thirty three hundred and sixty one thousand. Uh total okay. players that entered the raid was five hundred and five five hundred and eighty two thousand. So mm -hmm. players that cleared cataclysm cataclysm was the first, three sixty one. Mm -hmm. Uh scission was three fifteen thousand. Uh, Macrocosm was 249,000 and players that cleared Nezarak was just under 200,000. Mm -hmm. And as far as engagement, my understanding, this was probably some of the most engagement with the Twitch thing as well. I or? mean, I saw it. Datto had like 87,000. There was 500,000 total people watching Destiny. I mean, it was right. it was a big, big one. I don't know if it was a record. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I know it was pretty solid that for those who were gotcha. doing it, depending on how long it took and everything. Mm -hmm. um but that goes to the question do you how long do you think a raid should take do you feel it should be do you feel like you were threatened in contest mode travis you can kind of ask this one um how yes. did the challenge feel like how did yeah how did... uh it wasn't easy um i think uh staying alive uh during the last encounter you had to have you know maxed out armor with yep. uh like void resistance yep. on and concussive resistance and like you know i died a lot of times uh i died a lot of times uh to you know damage and that sort of thing uh mechanically it was pretty easy and the thing that really bugs me is uh there were no damage checks like at all like if you were able to pull off the mechanics and survive basically you were able to do enough damage it was just a matter of keeping everybody alive and yeah. doing the thing you know but do you um, want there to be damage checks on bosses i mean kind of i don't want them to be crazy but i do want it to be like challenging where it's like you know you're you're like sweating a little bit and doing it so are we talking about just difficulty in the raid at all or is are we at that point are we I mean, yeah that's that's kind of what we're talking about like i mean you know the the idea was i think the number of teams who cleared this raid is basically the number of teams who cleared contest for all the previous ones combined if you're going to go by numbers yes right. all right now, granted so, the situations are not the same between the way we level in contest 48 hours right. like yes. not all the same not apples to apples but Correct. that's still so, so, all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna give my opinion on that then because i feel like i've been dancing around it this entire uh, <laughs> entire show all right um so 
the to the first point that you talked about, which is part of the reason the last wish raid had so few people clear it, is because the grind to get ready for the world first and have enough power was very bad. And I don't think intentional. I think it was like they thought that people would be able to get there faster and then people weren't, or I don't know what their thinking was, but um, I don't think you should put your players through that. I also don't think it's a fun loop for people to like find ways to exploit and rerun the same lost sectors 45,000 times a day and do all this stuff to try to get drops. Um, I think that that is really dumb. Uh, there was a, there was also a glitch uh, at that time where people were, getting powerful drops to drop and then not picking them up, like leaving them on the floor. Oh, like Prime Engrams or something too. Farming. There was like a thing yeah. like that. Um, and I think, uh, I think that that, that part is really bad. And I'm glad they, they did away with that because it means that anybody can try it. And you know, the, the contest is kind of on its own merits. It takes away the, how much time do you have and how much time can you afford to take off of work? And like the, those kind of annoying questions. Hour for that, an hour. That's what our friend, yes. friend Oh God. Power right. per hour. Power, power, power per that. hour. Power mm-hmm. per hour is a legit thing. And I think it sort of makes it unfair. It makes it more elitist. If you have to be a professional gamer, to even qualify because you can't yeah. you can't find the time to actually level up so i think that that's uh terrible and i'm glad that they got rid of that um it just lets more people play um in term the second thing is i hate the day that they did it and i get the reason that they did it they don't want to do things on saturdays that's a totally fair point from your company but as a customer i can also say that i think it's bad which i do and i think that not doing it on a Saturday morning is a, a, a poor dis- choice for your player. I get that you're choosing your employees over your players, and that's fine for you to do. It's your business. But as one of those players, I can say, I wish you would have chose me. And playing, doing it on a Friday morning, it sucks for people who have jobs and people have yeah. lives because it disqualifies them if they don't have the economic freedom to uh, to take take that day off. So. I, that's 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 where I stand on it. You know, no no harm, no foul, Bungie. But you know, as one of your players, I'm just gonna speak. I'm, I mean, gonna ad, I'm gonna advocate. I'm gonna advocate for the me's yeah, for the I mean, me's of the, the world. Not for the player, talk, right? it feels reasonable to ask to be like, hey, twice a year, whatever yeah. network team and stuff like that that happens. Can you get yeah. like, will you guys work on a Saturday? We're not asking us to work like you know every trials weekend yeah. every Saturday, but right. it is. And right. as a player, that seems reasonable. As a studio, they've chosen again to go the other direction. But as you said, like, does the Saturday open it up to more people? And it's like, okay, this is the weekend. And again, they're never going to find the perfect time or date for anybody. But Mm -hmm. in a general aspect, starting on a Saturday, you would have the most people join in to that initial race. You'd have more people having a break, more people time to do it as opposed to Friday. You'll have more people probably watching than able to play at first. Mm hmm. Yeah, and somebody, uh, people are making arguments in the comments, which is totally fine. Um, you know, starting Friday and doing 48 hours is a better call. It's better call for more people to be accessible, but it's a worse call for who actually gets a shot at the world first raid. Yep. Because you can't start on Saturday and expect to win. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. And that's kind so, of thing is like some people uh, are like, you can take two days off a year. Uh, you can also yeah. take two days off a year. You, you, you can, but you, again, you, this is you, from the customer perspective versus the company perspective. Should somebody yeah. who wants to you, play a video should, game... Should I be con- expected to take it off? And also, you're assuming that people can take two days off a year. Not everyone has that freedom in their jobs. Some yeah, people, right. they have to take work when they can get it. And so I think mm-hmm. that's, 
you know, that's you maybe saying your situation. Not Correct. everybody has it. Pulls it on, yeah. There's also not everybody works Monday through Friday. That's a fair point. Yeah, I think and that's, yeah. You'll never find the perfect yeah. thing, but Saturday would be right. Saturday and Sunday for a raid race. Would be most engagement. Feels like the most honestly. engagement and yeah. most initial yeah. attempts as well. So it's Correct. like, would we like to and see then, them go back? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd like fun. to see the Saturday. So those are two things. And both of those things are about accessibility where I err on the side of accessibility. Now I want to talk about difficulty. Let's get it. I think Scarrow's wrong. And I think that I think he he's, he's one of the guys who's saying that it was too easy. And I think data's wrong. Okay. Um, and I get, I get why they're saying what they're saying because they're the top 1% of destiny. Actually, that's probably an understatement. They're probably the top 1% of 1%. Like they're very high up there. Um, I get why they're saying it because they're doing exactly what I would expect someone in their position to do, which is advocate from their perspective. But Bungie is probably asking themselves, who are we making this game for? Are we making it for the four and a half million people that own this game and that want to participate in the raid right when it's new? Or are we making it for the streamers? And I've seen arguments like, well, look, it can be for everyone else after 48 hours. Give us 48 hours. And I find... I I've, I have a real really big trouble accepting that level of entitlement. Like you own the first forty eight hours of a raid, because then after the first forty eight hours, after that magic is gone, then everybody's posting on LFG. Know what to do? Look it up. Watch oh, yeah, the yeah. Dado guide, and you better know have. Taking, yeah, and you know what you're taking away from those players? You're taking away the experience, the chance for them to experience themselves fresh for the first time and go in blind and figure things out for themselves. A lot of players have never had the opportunity to do that, and I wish more of them would. And so I totally get you advocating for your position. I also thought that it was probably a little too easy. But I'm, I'm a content creator. I work for IGN. Playing video games is my job. And I have the wherewithal to say, if more people played this raid than any other raid combined, that is a good thing. That is great. It's great for Destiny. It's great for Bungie. It's great for players who got to experience it when it was fresh and when it was new. I'm super happy for you guys. Uh, and I, I hope that I hope it's a, a, a sign of things to come. I hope the next raid is played by even more people. Uh, and completed by even more people because that that's great. Um, so that's how I feel about it personally. I totally get where they're coming from. I'm sorry that Dado and Scarrow had to play a game and feel like it was not challenging when it was supposed to be their uh, most challenging thing. I can empathize with that because I experienced the same thing when my favorite game mode, Trials of the Nine or Trials of Osiris, <laughs> got, got run into the ground and made a casual mode uh, by and large. So I totally get where you're coming from. Um, but... They're not making the game for you guys. And I think it would be very stupid of them to do so because they've done that in the past. They've tried to follow what streamers tell them to do and it never works. It just makes the player base smaller. And so um, totally get you, but I want more people to experience this stuff. And I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Bungie's going that direction. Good for you. Hashtag accessibility, I guess. I don't know. It's not even really a matter of accessibility. I just want the game to grow. <laughs> I was like, and I <laughs> so. think, I mean, oh, shout out to GK Bells with the $20 super chat. Thank you very much. Great take, Travis. Glad you're here. Also, shout nice. out to Alex Nuche as well. Sephiroth. Travis spending his breath explaining the six by reiterating what's written in his review is why number reviews stink. They see a six and draw conclusions. It's like so I, I would say the Alex, I agree with your sentiment, but uh, the that doesn't make the system suck. It makes the people who look at the number and refuse to read and just figure out what the number means. Oh, I because, think that's what he meant. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because because really, what a review is is you're giving them a number so that you can 
give it's your final recommendation it's your conclusion yeah but you have to still justify the six you have to explain yeah. why it's a six it's not like you can just be like six it's my opinion you have to say six it's my opinion and here's my argument right. i'm making an argument and telling you why it's a six and so the thing that sucks about the numbered system is that a lot of people see the number and don't read that's not a problem with the system though it's a problem with the people and i have a problem with the readers as you could tell if you saw any of my tweets <laughs> at oh. said readers this week I mean, yeah, people uh, so. were quote tweeting you and comparing it to Shadow Keep's review. And that's the other thing. It's like, not to linger on this, but it's like nothing's in a vacuum. And mm -hmm. we've talked about this before. We talked about it like probably last week. It's like the high from Witch Queen into Seraph to this, you set the expectations higher. They've theoretically been learning a lot of, th I mean, we've seen storytelling get better over the past few years. Like Season of the Chosen onward, we've seen storytelling get better and better and continually be pretty solid. Even in like season of the haunted, I still had some cool stories to experience for the characters. You, I mean, you can't have something continue to build like that and have something fall so flat, not affect it. Same thing as when it comes to, you know, the world design or something, you get something like the throne world, which again, you can give or take the, you know, landing, the number of landing zones and how much you get to interact with certain pieces of it. But also you compare it to Neo Moon and when Travis is like, this is a lifeless place. Everybody's like a digital avatar and you're like, everybody's in the matrix. So there's me and some enemies out here. And then the encounter design, like you exactly what Travis said. I mean, he said it multiple times. You don't need to defend when you, he already literally gave you all of the reasons for it. And people just don't read. And that's the biggest issue is they just see, oh, I'm just going to tweet with a number and I want to get in interactions and all that stuff. It's like, Dumbass, just read the article, and then if you have a different valuation of his argument, that's fine. But most every single person, if you look at a comment by somebody who reads the article and actually goes through it, if they read it, they may be like, hey, but it's a seven to me, and that's a fine comparison, because you can say certain things are valuable. Like, I enjoyed Strand a little more. I thought Neomonu, like, the color scheme was cool. Like, certain things are going to hit different. But if you just like, why is it a six versus this? That takes all the wind out of your own sails if you don't actually have a reason why. Yeah. You can right. value things different, but that's an and but as Travis said, if you can have a backup to your argument, that's fine. But if you just have like, oh, number, meh. That's yeah, just, well, it's it's emotionality. And yeah. that, that's just what it is. At the end of the day, you can love something, but you can be objective, you can be critical, and you can disagree respectfully. So a lot of that what I realize when people are very passionate about something any type of perceived negative connotation, they want to attack the source. And that's just what it is without doing the research. But, you know, I'll jump in. You know, this this part has been going on for a while about, you know, the difficulty and, you know, the 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 the, the, the top guys kind of, you know, feeling away. And in and, and, and respect to them, you know, obviously we do lean on them for a lot of the guides and, and, and the information on how to clear and best strats and all of that good stuff. And I consider myself a very average to below average raid player. I've always been that way. I have a full-time job and a whole ton of responsibilities. The thing is, when it comes to this challenge, I personally am always going to look at the health of the game and the content that Bungie is making, in my opinion, is what is some of the best content that a lot of the base still has not played. And yeah. if the majority of the base has not played and they have the, the tele telemetry, they have the metrics to say, hey, our raids, no one's really playing. This percentage is, is just completely not miss it's missing out. Is he clipping his fingernails right it now? It sounds like he is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so, I had like a hangnail. Sorry, I was trying to get rid of it. It was just bugging me. No, nah, yeah, you're good. Apologies. You're good. No, nah, it's good. So at the end Busted. of the day, it's like 
<laughs> they've got to they've got to address that. You know, they they have to have more people playing it. So to me, this is part of the process. I think there's two things going on. One, what we alluded to earlier, the fact that they've made the barrier of entry lower because of the hey, no matter what you do, 1780, yep. you're good, you'll have no other advantage over anyone else. That is huge mm-hmm. because you get more people in the when door. Because start Val. I'm gonna say that's how maybe it's not about right. Because the yeah, yeah the no, days no, no. of was of before then. I mean before before Val? Yeah, when yeah. The contest there, were, start? there were contest modes. Because uh, Deepstone Crypt, I have the contest mode emblem. So okay. definitely, definitely was before. Whenever they started it, I thought yeah. that was a great move because it was too much RNG, it was too much power per hours, too much full-time job energy, and you were dealing with having the luck of the draw. You didn't get the boots, and now that messed your thing up. You know, it was so much issues and 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 involving trying to get maximum light to have an advantage so now you get to to this rate and yes i will i say it's more challenging than vow probably not no i think it's the rate itself is also part of it based on the way it's structured but the core of this issue to me i just and again i don't want to be disrespectful because i love all you guys i love scar i love dad i love all or everybody who's full-time i got love for you but at the end of the day that's your full-time job. Your full-time job with, uh, with five other members who are a full-time job of playing Destiny every day. Yeah, it might be easier for you. It, it, it just might be, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, average Joe and the rest of the base, that, rep- that represents the majority of the base, it's a challenge, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always going to lean towards the majority to get them to access some of my favorite content. That's just where I'm always going to lean to. So I get it. You know, people get frustrated. And all I can say is kind of like what Travis said. Like we had a conversation. Remember, we, we were going at it with the, with the whole trials thing. You know, sometimes games do shift philosophy, right? And sometimes games, as a, from a development standpoint, you have to make that decision. Is what they doing? Is what they're doing taken away from my core enjoyment of why I'm here, right? And sometimes it's like, yo, maybe it ain't for you anymore because it's not this hardcore thing that it used to be. Because they're now opening it up. If people want to say casualizing or whatever, that's fine. But their job is to to their consumer, and they want the most engagement. So I'm always going to lean that way. So that's just where I'm at. I mean, it's unfortunate. I hope dudes ain't saying they quitting the game. <laughs> the game, you know, I, I love those guys. You know, I, I want them to be a part of it. But at the end of the day, to me, what's more important, and I end it with this, is when I get a guy like Mr. Matty plays, who's like, yo, I just, I, I, I see you guys playing. It looks cool. Did he play I'm the radio or no? That's what he asked. He now got into Destiny. He's like, I did the Witch Queen, like you said. I'll do all the stuff. He's like, I think I, he did his first dungeon, E. Uh. And he's, he, I said, which one did you do? He was like, bro, I did the one, I think it's called Prophecy. Prophecy. Oh, you picked the good. He was like, bro, he's like, is that like a mini raid? I was like, yeah. I said, it's like three player. I said, now picture that. Six players. Everybody's got a role. He was like, bro, I have to do my first raid. I think, he said, I'm scared. I think I'm like, yeah. raid, ask him. I would actually love to raid with him. Yeah. I want to raid with him. him. All right, I'll tell him. Because he said, yes. I said, bro, I got you. And that's what I want. I want the people who've never done, who've been scared to even step in there to come away and have such an experience. And they go, bro, I get why you love this game. The dungeon convinced him, E. Now he's in. I mean, I love dungeons. I don't don't doubt it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what yeah. it's about. To like, honestly, this raid would actually be pretty teachable because depending mm -hmm. on if you put them on ad clear just to see and witness it and stuff like that, you could do pretty well in there. Um, no, yeah, I just like... did. Uh, I just ran Deepstone Crypt for the first time since the uh, incident with the rocket launcher. Yeah. Um, sorry, the fifty-two incidents with the rocket launcher. I thought it was like eighty-two. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's. I think I looked it up. It's like fifty something. Okay. It was fifty straight weeks. Felt like a hundred and fifty. Um, and uh, I I ran it for the first time with my fiance. It was her first raid, and oh, nice. uh, we were we were we were running some other people too. And it was uh, it was great, man. It reminded. First of all, I kind of already forgot that raid, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I had to relearn like that first encounter and the callouts underground and that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure we'll play that one once it's easier. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Survivability still. Of course. It's not hard, but it's hard for people who, you know, aren't aren't. You know what she hates? She hates she? Uh, the res token system. I don't like it either. She hates it. She hates it because she feels pressure on her, like she's wasting yep. everybody else's tokens. Tokens, and, yeah. and I, uh, like we played the campaign together, just us two, and should she's not like, be in there. That one time, I can should only die one time. There. But we got through the legendary campaign, uh, both the Witch Queen and this one this year. So yeah. No, yeah, I will say that right now. Tokens do not belong in the legendary campaign on that playthrough. If you want to go back for the mission replays, higher mm -hmm. difficulties, things like that, that's one thing. But that campaign should not have res tokens for a group makes it a unfun experience. I'm sorry. Like, cause a solo player, yeah, you die and you restart it. But if you can put a res timer on it, get, Hey, you got to survive 30 seconds to be able to go pick them up. That's fine. Take the res tokens out of the campaign. Gone. I hate those things anyway, but in the camp, like if you're going to put them in a master raid, whatever, like whatever. Get, yeah. like GMs, fine. Legendary mm -hmm. campaign, just truly experiencing the story makes it unfun. And as you said, if somebody, I mean, I was the one stubbing my toe all over the place in that mission with you, and I kept screwing you over. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Like, if I'm having an issue or whatever, and then he's able to stay alive, if he can survive for another 30 seconds, pick me up. Maybe it's a little longer the next time, but no, those need taken out. They're they're annoying yeah. anyway, but that's kind of a whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, no, what I wanted to say is, when it comes to the raid difficulty, as I said, it took us 16 hours. It wasn't just a cakewalk. Still to learn things. We were still dying. As you said on Nezrek with contest mode on, if that scythe, like void scythe attack that he does and it, and it just snipes you, oh, you'd be going God. along, gone. Like not much you could do because Bro. that was void resistance, concussor resistance, 100 Oh, resilience. I learned about void resistance quick. I was getting destroyed in the middle by him. You have all of those on I, and honestly, still get one tapped and we're going, that doesn't seem right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a suggestion about your res token uh, suggestion. Ooh. So... Um, I don't know if it's that red res tokens need to be gone. I think that they should just adopt the system they already have in place for lost sectors, where yeah, when you kill powerful more. enemies, when you kill powerful enemies, you earn res tokens. I would and be okay with that too. Just not. And then one. also, and then also, res tokens can be used by anyone on the team. They're yes. like a collective. Because right now it's weird that like everybody yeah. has one token, and you have to yeah. remember who has yeah, who got it. it. And then, like, yo, I don't got oh, nobody. Who can pick yeah, up? Yeah. And there's no like, benefit as the team when you're playing as a team, one person can screw you. And it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just give us a big pool of res tokens and then let us earn like one or two during an encounter by yep. killing the champions. I like that. That's, it. that's a balance. That's I a perfect balance. Yeah. yeah it's better. They already have it in the game. I know. It's already, I know. It's already in the game. It's yeah. in the last second. So weird to me. So um, what, I, what I wanted to say is when it comes to difficulty again, the elite people, two and a half hours, a lot of the, you know, high skilled teams were done in four to five. 
for their, you know, they get this once a year for a brand new raid, not a reprised raid. They get it once a year and they want something to last a little bit longer. I can understand that. But on the other side, Bungie is looking at the number of engagement, the number of players that did it. And to them, they probably see it as a win. It's like we got a hot, how many people tried to finish like 200,000 people finish this thing and they normally don't get numbers remotely that high. And then you got more people now who have finished it on difficult mode who can also help other people do it. Not every one of those people is going to be a know what to do asshole. Some of them will, but not all. So you have more people that will share my, my issue. And I think this is where the other side comes in when the master raid drops, which it inevitably will. Let's go. The issue is when master drops, same thing with lost sectors right now, same thing with the dungeons. When you get to a high difficulty in Destiny, you are not rewarded for it. So, con so your contest, your normal, whatever that, I mean, contest and normal, however you're going to do loot, that's fine. But when you mm -hmm. get in there, it's like now we're going to have like, technically you're going to be able to get enhanced raid weapons. Right. I will never probably, it's still not enough to set it apart. Like artifice armor doesn't even come from the master raid, which is dumb. That should be a thing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the stats that you can get, they said they bumped up the stats for artifice armor. I have been doing the farming cheese. I can tell you that is not a guarantee. If you go through a master dungeon as a normal person, you're not cheesing this thing like I am. 100%, by the way, I made a video on it. Um, it's still active. I can solo run that thing in six minutes by myself. So if you want some artifice armor, go. Oh, I'm coming. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait we can do this after. after I'll show you after oh, the I mean, show, dude. Whatever we're doing, whatever we're doing. Um, I need to get in. But the idea is if you, on a normal situation, if you put yourself to level up for an encounter, build up your loadout, talk as a team, and you get through a master encounter, and I get a 60 artifice armor, it's trash. Yes, it's That's artifice. Good. You already have to finish the encounter. Then you have to try and get the slot of the armor you're going for. Then you have right. to get the total stat, like, roll, like, hey, I want something. 64 and up, I'm going to be okay. If it's distributed right, 64 and up, I can work with. I should not see anything below that in a master encounter, period. Because you also have to have it roll total well, and then you still have to get a distribution. If I see 27 mobility on a Titan, I'm like, this is, it may as well be a 47 instead of a 67. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So, right. The issue is like master difficulty will come out and that may challenge because you're going to have champions. You're going to have to coordinate more. You're going to have to level up more and that will drop six weeks or whatever from now. And yeah, 65 and up. Exactly. Like there's a point you get to. And if that player doesn't get rewarded for their efforts in the master difficulty stuff, same thing with lost sectors right now. They said they even bumped them up. Still not great. Yeah. Nine legend. Ugh. That's the issue. And that's the point where Bungie has or a rewards issue problem. And especially at the highest level, they are afraid to reward you with too much because they always have to balance PVP and all these other things. There needs to be some, the fact that artifice armor is not in a master raid. That's an issue should be fixed. Yeah. That is not a hard fix. Um, but that's kind of the thing. It's like, if you were guaranteed like, Hey, I do a master raid. You're going to get a 66 to 68 period. Maybe you could actually get up to 70. If you did the master level content, because exotics, I think, can roll up to like 70 or 71, but it's rare. But if you could go like 65 to 70, guaranteed to do a master, and it was artifice, now the challenge presents you as a way to be worth it. Um, and that's, I think, where the issue comes in as well for the people who are annoyed. It's like they want the contest to be cool for the challenge, but then when the actual higher level challenge comes out, it's not worth the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. And then that point, the high level content is just I'm like, why you. am I doing this now? I'm the enhanced you. weapons for adept weapons that you can like get the random roll and then get the enhanced perks on it. It's not a bad way to go, but for most people, it's not going to be worth it. Some people will, 
but it's like such a slight there and they're always worried about the power creep thing. And that's an issue that destiny has had, but mm-hmm. there they could be, I mean, God forbid you have like, Oh no. Now everybody who does master aids gets 65 to 70 armor. You still have to roll the dice that it's right. Like can you're we, still going to be playing that thing for a little while to get a perfect build. Can we get to the elephant in the room? And it, what budgie, I love you, but I am frustrated that this game has so many bugs and glitches. Uh. Right? And it, it's a it's a laundry list of things. Like I'm talking about we raiding and people like, yo, I everybody's invisible, invisible. right now. And I'm like, really? He's like, yo, I can't see, so I'm just gonna go off of, off the cuff because the game th- like this is consistent now. Oh, yeah, right? no. It's supposed to hard be hard crash supposedly fixed today, but commendation issues. But God forbid. The Destiny community finds out an exploit or how to get something. God forbid we figure out how to get Galron to jump off a roof. (laughs) Here come the... Why does the speed of the patches increase? Or for our enjoyment? Where is the basic patches for for the quality of life? Like, why is that speed? Why is there not an urgency there? I got to call it. I'm sorry, baby. Oh, no, like, go watch, go watch True Vanguard's. I I made it through halfway through True Vanguard's rant. All about PvP for the same stuff. Same idea. The bug police is very selective. They're very selective out here with what they fixing. Because the what is the artifice all we're going to do? And then, like you said, E, it's still such a random loop pool. Oh, I got so many 60s and high mobility. Like, I'm throwing away most of the stuff that I got anyway. Yo, the bug fan, the fence, or the bug QA team? Oh, they ain't no joke. Don't let don't let nobody be smiling and making video. You know what's funny when the streamers that gotta say, hey, hurry up before they find me. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I stayed up till one o'clock last night with Mano, because we were like, we figured it's like, hey, it's probably gonna be fixed in the hot fix. Now I went back after the hot fix and you can still do the run, but they turned off, yeah, they turned off the checkpoint joining. So right now you can't join at that checkpoint. And that messes yeah. up a dungeon, and that dungeon is paid content again. Oh, I will give them credit though; they did let the the Neo Mutant cheese with the double chest. That's still rocking. Oh, I'm still shocked. Going. Yeah, I'm shocked that one's still rocking. You're not getting but much this... from the double cheese. It's like world drops and little yeah, they like It's not a big deal. Artifice armor, you going to jail? We yeah. stopping that? Oh, it's true though. That's I mean that's been their <laughs> mo for years now. If there's a cheese. They will shut it down, disable it. I mean, they disabled necrotic grips, or was it something five minutes before the raid or something like that? Now, I mean, I heard from, I saw a video or something, and it is damn near completely busted. I get it. But again, that's it. The necrotic, oh boy. Yeah, there's some crazy builds that people were doing, but also it's like, you know, at some point they need to lock things in and they disable it 15 minutes before. Not really a great, like, timing wise to be like, I got my build, I don't have my build. What the hell? So, yeah, the priority of bugs sometimes is a thing. Would that have messed up the raid race? Yeah, probably. So, I mean, I kind of get why. But as for, you know, the priority of invisible people, that's apparently a harder fix. And But also, it's like, this is goes back to the question of velocity over quality. This is mm. their thing right now. And we're seeing this is the whole expansion of velocity because they had to get it out to give time for final shape to hit a final expansion, you know, delay so they could fit this expansion that they made up that wasn't even announced in the first place. And again, Bungie, I said, we do love you. So it does sound like I'm crapping on you right now, but yeah. it is one of those that the, the more the velocity argument just lingers in the back of my mind. When you hear it's a GDC talk, they said it, I didn't say it, they said it, but the more you hear about that and the more you see like the train has to keep going, even if like you got to try and fix this, like wheels brakes while the thing's moving, 
that's the that's the train we're on right now. You can't stop it. So if it's broken, you just got to kind of follow along on the bumpy ride until this thing gets fixed. And that probably threw something else off and it goes on and on. But no, I completely agree. The the bugs, the invisible, I mean, the multiple people in our rate, they're invisible. They're like, got to close the game out, come back in, start That's it over. Yeah. yeah. And then PlayStation, I know Rook, he's been having, he hasn't been on Neo Muna hardly at all. PlayStation, mm. I think it's PS5 or something like that. PlayStation right now in Neo Muna, especially in, if you get the exotic public event encounter, the one that will drop an exotic, crashes. Oh, Neo Muna know, will crash PS5. Wow. You know what crashes me on Xbox? Don't go and look at commendations. When you go, like, you know, bro, when you see the commendation score, because I went to go check and I wanted to see how it was distributed. Hard freeze, crash two, three times. Oh, I don't man. even check it. I'm like, I see the number. I'm, I'm good. I don't want to know what the distribution is. Yes, commendation or Series X is Arg, busted. I think, I think that might be a you thing. Oh, yeah. I have two Series Xs and neither of them do that. The only thing I would think of in your defense is that I think maybe it's a cash issue because I saw a message from xbox so i'm gonna try that on my xbox to see if i have to clear, clear the cash or yeah i did see like a cash thing but i'm like bro how oh, like, did it happen to you okay because i can't see my comments do I mean, you have I like all of number. your quick start games like all six of them just hanging there like all the time no no, <laughs> no, no. I, I don't i'm gonna quick resume yeah i actually quick cast resume. all of that but i think there's a, an internal ca i'll try that fix and then see what it is yeah. but uh yeah i'm just like no. i ain't touching it no can more. we talk about accommodations for a second oh god yeah, like see. I know I'm it's not going to be a long conversation. And the fact that they changed, they lowered the number of commendations needed for the ranks, take it out of everything. And I've seen this by multiple people. Commendations should not be tied to pinnacles. Commendations should not be tied to guardian ranks. It is a nice system to give a thumbs up to somebody else. You typically don't have enough time. But if you actually take the time to be like, hey, this person was helpful or this person killed it in PVP. And it's also not on the right. It's on a separate screen from the actual like in game screen. Commendations are, yeah, no. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but that system should not have launched as is and should not be tied to any rewards, any, yeah. no. Take it out, and I'm, yeah, Tassie said the same thing, and I'm probably just repeating it, but no, as yeah. soon as it was tied to a pinnacle, and then as soon as it was just like, oh, CP, just trying to spam it so I can get it done. So I can, just as soon as it became a spammy thing, I'm like, no, this sucks. I don't care. I may be Guardian rank seven forever, but I just don't care. I can't even get to seven because I'm just like, <laughs> I, got, I, get I got it because they lowered it from I think the top was 6,000 for rank 11 bro. which is I'm starting to get toxic positivity bro I look at the duels and you ain't give me no commendation after this strike oh bro. yeah if you don't yeah. give me commendation or if you give me joy if they bringer, left I will, I will literally kill you if you give me joy bringer <laughs> and they, I will if they come left, to your house it's so annoying when they leave too early you're, you're like mean? I can't even give the conference you can't even give the commendation yeah. I'm like I'm like, if you're like, in the in-game screen and I can't give you one, then that's, yeah, 6,000 went down to 1,800. That alone tells you, this is another yeah. one of those moments, like the triumphs before, you need to kill 250 champions. You need to get 6,000. Did you do the math on how long that, no. Ruffian talk. Oh. <laughs> the, the whole commendation system just, it's so wrong. It's yeah. so badly conceived. I talked about it in my review. I think the worst part for me is the resetting because they said oh, the guardian the ranks point, resetting. That's another. Yeah, because they said the whole point of guardian ranks is to tell other people how experienced you are in Destiny, yeah. and if it resets, what the what does that mean? No. If everybody's sick every season, it's like mm -hmm. oh yeah, bro, and everybody yeah. If you had twenty time. hours or two thousand hours, everybody was like rank six all, right. all at the same time. I'm like, well, this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and let's be real. There's dudes that's like, if you 
like you see, you the flawless solo dude. Like off rip, you should have, in my opinion, you should have a higher guarded rank than me. We should not all be started. I mean, like there should, should be, be a resume. All of us yeah. should be higher than the average tower person just because we've done so much stuff. Yeah, yeah dude. I I got I got a friend back into Destiny who hasn't played for a couple of years, and they were six. You're the same level. And I was like, what? I was like, you've never done a Grandmaster Nightfall. You've never gone flawless in trials. You've never done a raid. You've never in level six. And I'm level level six. six. It's like, yeah, like, is it going to be every season? Really? Oh yeah. What a great, what a great reputation no. score. I for sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's incredible. No, and, and as soon yeah. as I saw those commendations and stuff like that, I was like, yeah. nope, don't care. And the last one is stupid. Like a lot, a lot of times you'll, you'll, I'll do like, what is it? The seasonal content. And at the end, it's like two options. You brought joy to someone. Like, it's not even accurate. Like, no, like yeah, there's to not what a lot the of occasion is. Options. Yeah, options. Like a strike yeah. has two things. PVP will have certain things. There's not like, they don't matter. And they're, yeah, they're, yes. they're not great. I understand they want to keep things positive. That's one thing you could right. be like, informative. Uh, like, there right. are different words that they could use and also have choice. You could have choice over more than two words and strikes. Knowledgeable. Hey, they threw the ball yeah. in the in the corrupted like, strike. Like, I feel, I feel like raids are good, but they clearly yeah, raids just are good. Made, they clearly just made enough so that everyone can get one unique yep. one, which seems yes. crazy to me. Yes. I feel like you should you should be able to give commendations, and unless it's like most helpful, you should be able to give like three people knowledgeable if yeah. they all or whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, for strikes, they just need more variety. So it's not like thoughtful yes. and joybringer are the most like useless terms I've ever yeah, heard of. And everybody knows that joybringer is an insult and doesn't want that. If you give me joybringer, like I'm, I'm gonna I'm blocking come you. to your house. <laughs> I'm coming to your house. Ah, a nasty your house. And, and this joybringer, is... joybringer just means you weren't good, but it was fun to watch you try. That's what joybringer <laughs> means. And <laughs> And this is where it's it's like, I hate being an armchair developer in these situations. I do. Yeah. Because I sit here, it's like, here's a new system you launched, and I'm just basically crapping all over it. Yeah. But as a player, this is how we feel. It's like, I don't know how the testing got approved and all these other things. And if this either goes back to velocity, hey, this is what we have for now. We'll see how it goes. But again, I have to ask, like, the people in line that gave it the check mark to actually keep approving this thing to go to, like, publication how did it get through enough people in the state to say yeah we'll do this now it's like hey we were going to do commendations let's wait a season and we can put it out in a better place i mean i would much rather have seen that as opposed to yeah. commendations right now i feel like that would have been the better choice because content would be there and commendations are not adding anything to this right now they're just making yeah. it worse yeah that's variety. just one of those i i hate being an armchair developer and being like oh i yeah, totally we... know what's easy but on the other side as a player i also know what doesn't feel good yeah, we we have to yeah. talk about the experience, right? We got to be. It's a one point it. but yeah, the commendations. I don't 0. have eight, maybe. I don't have a huge problem with accommodations. I mostly have a problem with how they tie into guardian rank and yes. how guardian yes. rank is resetting. Those are the big. The resetting on guardian rank. ranks should not happen. Yeah. That I mean, Tassie had an article too, probably as well. Um, holding up my seven, man. I'm st stuck as a six. But yeah, it's like when you fact that oh, it's like when you're well, you only have to do the seasonal I'm, content. But I'm like, that doesn't matter if I'm like. The resetting of things is just not feeling good, and I don't want another thing that re I already hate the artifact going back down. That's just frustrating. Yeah. I'll be honest the uh, the only thing that's keeping me from being a seven is the accommodations. Yeah, I yeah, just barely I, passed I, that. That was the I'm, last I'm, thing I'm, I needed. I just, just barely I'm just waiting. That. I have a friend who's eight. And now I'm some like, people farm commendations, so they knock yeah, that out. Yeah, there, there, there's commendation farming. So Farmer the best did. strat is you well get into a group of five people. You get into a group of no, five people you know, 
You go into mm-hmm. Crucible and then you all commandate each other after every match. That's how you well, do no, it. the faster ones, it. Wellspring, shoot yourself with a rocket launcher and you. Yep. And it was that's the dying. Now they yep, changed that. Now this is the thing. This is one of those things they oh, patched. Oh, that's crazy. The, when the FBI, the FBI came again. Bug FBI. That. Wow. I didn't even hear about that exploit, but that's hilarious. Farming yeah, so, commandations well, is. Yeah. Is Ducky a new low me. for Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Ducky, 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 uh, where? Hold on. Went to it. I'm trying to read it. Just like, but yeah, that was fixed. I can tell Wait, you. Wait, you did that and you still aren't at enough commendations? I didn't do it. No, I know oh, about what? it. I didn't. Here, commendations. Players can no longer it. offer commendations to others following a failed mission activity. <laughs> so now if you go through a raid and you, you fail, okay. you can't even say, hey, good so, try. I think that's a bad move, Bungie. You should let them continue to give accommodations, but make them negative. Make it like uh, like one should be like dead weight if they were the person who made you <laughs> fail the most. One should be like for, you know, um, like <laughs> like if somebody was super frustrating, like or, you know, like I, I feel like there should be commendations, but they should be negative and they should show up on your profile as like <laughs> you got you got hit with this flack on your account. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That so, yeah, that, I saw that and I was just like, they, they ch- yeah, commendations being wrong. And now they're like, if you want a commendation farm, you can't do that anymore. And it's just like that. In the there they go. Yeah, it's wait what they cap the amount of times you can give the same group commendation. Yeah, it the more times you do the the more times you do the same activity. Like if you're saying doing say you're doing Iron Banner or something, I think yeah, and you're in the same group and you commendate each other at the end, it has less value over the more times you do it (laughs) the same group. Oh my god, I would love to make a negative commendations for Bungie. Bungie, cons- pay me, I'll so, console. Oh, you'll be hilarious. Dude, I'll be okay. so good at this. Okay, I've got one. So, like, one will be called, like, the, um, the, 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 the cry wolfer. That's the person yeah. who says, who blames, like, lag or, like, my controller died or, like, whatever. Yeah. Whenever, whenever something goes wrong, like, oh, they, they Every, blame, everything's like, wrong but them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that, um, you should have one for the guy who uh, bobs in front of you when you're in DPS phase oh, shooting a rocket oh, launcher. I want, I, want, I, want, I want a a uh, yeah, like you could you could call that something like um, you know like a ADHD DPS uh, oh or something God. like that. Oh, we, I don't know. ADDPS. 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 Um, something like that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, there there's so many good negative commendations. I think oh, we need to get them in there right the away. Dude who who jump off the mat and quit on you on trials after it got down 2030 uh, and he know yeah. it's an L and he leave his Ooh. team. That Ooh. dude gotta get a oh, just quitter, but yeah, quitter. Or I've got yeah. or I've got one. Um the guy who uh doesn't mute his mic when he eats. That needs to be a commendation. Got that. For yes. real. That guy needs to be a commendation. That has, been, that has been a pain point for you for a while now. Yeah. Dude, or how about this? How about this? Dude who holds up the group activity because they're talking to their streamers. That need douchey streamer needs to be a commendation. I want to give that. But the guy who holds up the Strand Mirabella needs that that commendation like as many times as possible because that dude will the vaping guy, vaping guy, the vaping guy, vaping guy with the kids, the kid that's too loud in the back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, this sounds like uh, the kids like talking inside the microphone. I'm like, what is going on over there? Yeah, absolutely. Good negative list. Yeah, the uh, the um. And I me. feel I honestly feel bad for the people who made Guardian Ranks accommodation system because I am crapping on your work that you probably put mm-hmm. months and months of work into, and I am sorry, but it does need work. 
shade. It's not done yet. Activity to change. Yeah, the dude who holds up the activity to change the shaders and emblem and shit. Me. Yes, I cog. deserve a negative. Yeah. I'm holding up. Yeah, we'll yeah, just call it the cog. Yeah, he's got to change his mods, loadouts. He's got to. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to look pretty oh, so he can run a raid. Hey. I'm like, dude, you could be in your underwear and finish this encounter. Listen, I blame Bungie. Prima Donna. That one's Prima Donna. Donna. I like that. Yeah, That's I like that. Donna. I like that because yeah. I blame Bungie because their loadout system don't carry over the the thing like Dim does. Dim has my emblem, my ship, everything it remembers, but they just remember my my loadout. That's it. So the fact that you yeah. care enough to change ooh, your ship ooh, and your emblem cracks me up. Oh, oh, the loadout shamer is a great commendation. Oh, Guy yeah. who goes through everybody's oh, loadout. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. The shamer. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. What are you bringing that? What is that? You yeah, should probably put this that. mod on instead. I did mm -hmm. that once, but yeah. We could call that one douchebag Holmes. There oh we God. go. Douchebag holds. I like that. Because he keeps, keeps inspecting. Keeps him, yeah. We definitely get canceled. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if we're going to have any more Bungie uh, employees back on the podcast anytime soon, but uh, we love you, but we have just, we have opinions. <laughs> this is all coming from a place of love and passion. Real but. talk. Real talk, though. Do you think, do you honestly think Bungie is surprised by the reception? No. I think they know. I feel like the testers have to have told him and then it's the whole velocity and it just had to go. I think it, it is that point where they may have said, hey, this is just something we're going to have to take the feedback, fix it on the fly, let them know it's in the works. But there are, yeah, I don't, I can't. If the QA team exists, there's no way they're totally clueless. It can't be. It, I don't feel like they can think that. 100%. Yeah. Not to attend in situations like this. Great report elitist guy. That's a great commendation. Yeah, great report. Um, yeah, nine, nine times out of ten, they already know. There's a decision up top. It's got to come out. And they're willing to deal with the consequences. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about us doing what we're doing is that we justify middle to the law man and i said you see this is why we was telling y'all we need to hold up blah 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 a, a, an overarching decision up top was made yeah in my opinion in this case that's just my guess on what happened i mean because they're smart they've been around they they know yeah. this stuff that and saying. even that they're like early. season of the seraph was short yeah like i mean they this annual cycle they seem to be on right now and it feels like i mean this season we're in is definitely not any longer than it has to be I think it's a tight 12 weeks or something. It's pretty, because it was like May 22nd versus February 28th. So it is mm -hmm. right there, just three months, bam. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, which really sucks yeah. for Diablo 4. I... So I was thinking about this, and um, I don't know if Bungie does this, but it's it's pretty standard in the industry. There are actually companies that exist, and they, they all have really amusing names, uh, that uh, basically go, there are third-party companies that game developers hire. And they come into your, they send somebody or sometimes multiple people into your company to play your game and then write reviews about your game before it's public. And mm. basically the idea is that they're giving you early warnings about the stuff that you might get dinged for. And a lot of them are, are like retired reviewers or right. people like that, that, that don't do reviews anymore. And, uh, they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll basically say like, here's the things that here's the score I think you would get, or here's a score I would give you if I was reading the game now. And here's the things I think you could change to bump it up a few points. And I know sometimes even small companies make use of those because yeah. a lot of times it's really unclear what reviews are going to get. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bungie, especially now being under the umbrella of Sony, I'm sure they did it when they were under Activision. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would be surprised if uh, if they didn't do it too. So I, I'm always of the opinion that I think developers know exactly where their game stands generally because well, they play so much of it. There's no way any of it is a surprise to them and they definitely know its shortcomings. Yeah. But maybe they're surprised how much the core destiny players that never criticized them actually yes. finally started to criticize yes. them maybe maybe they were kind of doing that yeah. does it pay better than actual published reviews almost certainly mm-hmm. problem is you have to be really well established to do it because you have to convince a company that you not only know how to write reviews but that your reviews are somewhat reflective of how most people feel mm-hmm. you can't be just like a weirdo yeah. you would have to have I a probably- long track record of like pretty solid history yeah i would probably be terrible at it because people know me as a hard reviewer and i'm not like the average game review yeah. probably yeah although i do end up the middle score a lot of times so i don't know it's, it's fair critiques because it's hard for things to be very very good it is um, yeah making games is hard yeah trials is coming tomorrow actually since iron banner yeah oh. that was another bug iron banner's here no it's not you didn't see that that went that came and went for a hot 10 minutes or something um, Iron Banner was technically there. Saladin was in the tower at reset, and then they pulled him out because he was not supposed to be there because yeah. people were invisible. And they're like, "Yeah, we're fixing that on Thursday, so we're doing Iron Banner next week." So yeah, the invisible is supposed to be fixed. Trials is coming back tomorrow. Uh, apparently, the SMG, which everybody's gonna want, is supposed to be there. Like that thing can get rangefinder and kill clip on an SMG. So the PvP players will be playing a lot this weekend. I think Trials will have a pretty solid population. And Fireteam-based matchmaking is supposed to be tested. Freelance is supposed to mm-hmm, not be good. needed anymore. So I will definitely have to put some time in. I have family coming in, which kills me because I want to play Diablo and that. And I have literally yeah. no time. So I'm going to be in here like sleeping quietly, like working away while everybody's doing stuff. But I will be. I do want to test it. Now, they said the Flawless Pool is still going to be there which mm-hmm. they do want to eventually remove that, I know. But I will be curious to see if I jump in and I'm just seeing three stacks against me, I'm not going to be happy. But if I'm seeing a good mix, then, you know, I will be happy if it works. But until I try it, I don't know. But that will be that will be feedback for next week. We'll have to see. Still doing freelance Me? Yeah. I mean, I never go flawless, but I always get my seven wins. And the nice thing they did change this time, they said, if you can get seven wins on a card, you can cash that card in for one adept. I actually have the ability to get one adept roll. Yeah, so you get your, like, uh, you get the 50 wins, which is, I think, like, the director triumph, like, 50 yeah. round wins. And the more, like, match wins you have, it kind of multiplies. But if you get a seven-win card, you are able to cash that in for one adept. Seven total win non-flawless. Correct. Oh. Yep. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That's new. Yeah, yeah I think you can only get... Yeah, so yeah, Trials is more and more of a shell of what it used to be, Travis, but... Yeah, it's ca- uh, it's engagement at this point. And it's a ca- it's a casual mode, and I'm I'm over it. I've given up. Yeah. Um, the uh, I I really want to play that now that you've mentioned that because uh, I'm I don't know I I haven't been playing a lot of PvP recently yeah, because yeah. usually when I hop into Destiny now it's to keep up on whatever content they've added yeah. or you know working on the review. There was no reason to do Crucible matches. I think I did like three or four matches just to try it yeah, out. Just a and, few Pinnacles uh, is all I've been doing it for. Yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. and then because I have less time to play Destiny now, I'm not as good at PvP. You know, I'm kind of, yeah. You know, I'm 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 relying on the old hand cannon and the uh, bow. Mm-hmm. Gonna say you still probably beat me in a one on one, so I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm okay. I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm bad, but uh, but yeah, I just I'm 
I, that that makes me want to play, but unfortunately, I have to do the Diablo Four stuff this weekend. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to jump in. Yeah, because I bought this. And then the open beta is next weekend, yeah. so I'll definitely do that. Basically, like full time next weekend. But I want to try. This week, if you pre-order. Pre-order is this weekend, mm-hmm. and then the KFC Pre- thing no. is this weekend. Next gotcha. weekend is open. Like download yes. it and go. Yep. And that's KFC more of a server week. stress test. Cog, I dare mm-hmm. you to try to eat that double down. <laughs> in one sitting without a fork that. apparently <laughs> no I'm saying if you I just you know if you care about your, your, your skin health at all I really recommend not pushing that thing he'll just have some to go food and like the mustache and the the facial hair he'll just take a little extra to go he's a neat eater I think he cares about his skin more than he's laying on he's just he's capping so that he can uh, get into it he's over there I'm into that you eat your hella neat, bro. Don't don't try to do a nice establishment. I ain't gonna, you know, embarrass the boy. <laughs> well, I've seen you at multiple. I saw you six margaritas in and you were still uh still uh eating at the Mexican spot? Yeah, at the one near oh, my house. Oh, that was you guys. At the one near my house. He was six margs in and he was still neat as can be. So I was like, this guy. We were sharing. What am I supposed to do? To me, bro. Don't come on. <laughs> Extra savage with it, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> that was fun. The box was oh man, that place. I like that place. That place was really good. Yeah, yeah that yeah. place was good. I, I like I've been back since you were out here, so I might yeah. go sometime. Coming back, I'm coming back. Well, I think that's all we've got for the week. Do you guys have anything else you want to drop for thoughts of you know last week of Destiny? Last thing I got. Um, shout out to the Vex Caliber mission. I finally did it. Liked mm. it. The love the weapon. I'm learning the the loop. I got to go get the catalyst, which I'm dreading. I heard that that uh the master is crazy. I, I yeah, didn't get I got the master we, one. We tried it. Uh, I tried it with who was it? Ducky and mm-hmm. Sen, and we got to the mid boss section, and we were just getting lit up on the uh drop into the pit, like collect the moats area on Legend. Yeah. It's just a pain. I mean, I tried it. I tried it alone at 1808, and I. Could not get through like the opening area. It was just like, dude, I'm just getting destroyed yeah, out I, here. So that, that's the other thing now. It's like, yeah, they're level caps, but I still got to get up to 1815 to be like talking about those level caps first. So right. I, I want, I do eventually have to do my solo video. It is going to be a pain. I saw Mano actually put one out. He did a good job. Um, yeah. Solar, solar Titan build for him was kind of the oh, way to stay alive really? just because of oh, the bonk smart, hammer. Yeah. And I think he had syntheseps. So we go that. Yeah, hammer go bonk, and that gets you a lot of healing and healing grenades. Like your ability to stay alive is, it's rough. Kid. The fact that they put you in a hole, in a ch- hole, chickens come up and they can shoot down in there. And on legend, those guys are just lighting you up. I don't love that Ooh. build. The final fight, I'm okay with the Brachion yes. three level. Actually, I like how that was done. I do mm-hmm. not like jump in the hole and hang here, and hope you don't die. Like I don't love that. Put me on sim before the feds come. Oh, word? There's a cheese? Oh, I gotta There's a cheese up. for the yeah. final boss, but you still gotta get through the other part. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, if you can get through the other part, then... Super hard. I, I don't recommend doing it alone. I, no. I will. Yeah. That'll be I a stupid test for me later. You need a blinding nade for... um. Yeah, blinding dudes. GL would probably help for the chickens, that too. Yeah. Okay. Just go invis. We were not with yeah. an invisible Hunters. character. Yeah. Damn hunters. Just go invis. Hunters. But I was like, that's not good design if that's the idea. That's the key. Travis is saying just jump in in the end, but it's just, it's the fact that you have to like deposit. It's the depositing time where we were getting wrecked because oh, yeah. 
There's just a lot of stuff firing at you, and you have to stand in the middle of a circular arena, as you always do. This whole design philosophy of circular arena, 7,000 guys can kill you. Infinite spawns. Infinite spawns. Yeah, and they never stop. need to go, and there's so many encounters in this entire expansion. Yeah. I didn't talk about that in my review because I felt like it was too in the weeds. And I, but like, honestly, though, like, that's new to Destiny. That hasn't always been the case where they just spawned infinitely. Infinite, yeah. You never get to a point where you feel like you can catch up. And on that circular room, uh, yeah, no. If you if you get behind and more of them spawn, oh, that's hell. That happened to me. I barely was, I barely survived one of my runs on that. Mm-hmm. Warlock, well, I mean, we were we had bubbles. We actually had bubbles for that part. We were just trying to like rotate the bubbles and time it right, and we almost got there, but. It's just, that's another, I think it was tokens that killed us a couple times too. Yeah. Because uh, it was token resing on that. So if one of us died and we were actually able to pick him up, then if another one were like, well, we don't have a token, failed this one. And that's, again, yeah. I don't checkpoint? love the whole token system. Yeah, it's a checkpoint, but it's just a pain in the okay. ass section. Gotcha. Alright, so at least it's a checkpoint. So I thought it was orbit L for all for all three. I just gotta show you that, like, yeah, uh, once we finish with the podcast, I just gotta show you the artifice run one time yeah, and yeah, show yeah. it to you. So, yeah. Cal wrong, Cal wrong. He's easy. Uh, but that's all we got. Uh, so, gentlemen, if you want to kind of do your outros, we will um, wrap up another episode. If you guys have been out there enjoying the show, please drop a like. If you are listening on audio, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, please drop a positive review. Always beneficial. If you guys are on Spotify, um, we used to distribute through Anchor. Anchor apparently got bought by Spotify, so now it's like podcast by Spotify. Um, so kind of, but there are sometimes like Q and A's and polls and stuff like that. So. You're on Spotify. Check that stuff. I usually I've been trying to occasionally throw some stuff out there just to get some interaction with you guys. People were pretty consistent. There were somewhere between some sevens, some fives, some sixes. I asked where the ranking was, and it all kind of rounded out to where Travis ended up. So what do you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Travis, what do you got coming, cooking? Otherwise? Yeah. So uh, this week I released a interview with the CEO of uh, Gunfire Games, David Adams, to talk about dynamic world creation in uh, Remnant 2. And we also revealed the Handler archetype, which is a subclass in uh, Remnant where you get a dog. Uh, So check that out on IGN first, uh, if you'd like. And then uh, next week, uh, I have another content. And then the week after that, I've got my final piece, which is going to be the full opening of the kimono, as it were, where I can talk about everything I saw. Well, most of what I saw, maybe 80%. Uh, the other 20%, I will literally never be able to talk about until it's out, which is unfortunate. <laughs> um, then, uh, yeah, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter at Ty Guy Travis. And um, this week on a bit cast on Sunday morning, oh. Um, we'll be talking about a whole bunch of stuff because last week we did a fundraising quiz, Saw that. Uh, nice. trivia quiz, which was horrible as Cog can attest. Oh, um, I mean, everybody failed, but it was hilarious. nice what you guys did. No, it, was... it was hilarious, but the questions cool. were whack as hell. They were it so arbitrary. So it was like, what? Arbitrary. What I would have got a zero. Year? It's fine. Same. <sighs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, you join us on that if you want, but um, I'm chilling, man. Uh, I'm gonna have a raid guide for y'all at some point, and um, Diablo Four. I'm gonna start talking about that. So yeah. if you're interested in that so. game, follow me on Twitter because I'm gonna be tweeting about it a lot. Big Diablo fan, and uh, really excited to dive in and play through all of the beta, multiple characters with our new. By the way, Cog, do you know about this? Because you're a wolf guy. Yeah, I, I guess he kind of is too. Yeah. You guys are both wolf lovers. If you get to level 20 in the Diablo Four beta you get a wolf pack 
that is like a little cradle that hangs off the back of your character and it has a baby wolf in it that's fully animated. It like rolls around and like, you know, gets comfy every once in a while. Can you do that in, in either beta, just over the course of the betas, you have to get to 20? Get to level 20 with any character over either beta and then it unlocks in the full game. And that's, then you yeah. just get that item. Forever, I will be so. working on, see, told you I wanted to play. There you go. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I think even uh, my fiance is like, we have to do it. We have to grind. I must have the baby wolf. We gotta grind. You gotta grind. <laughs> I love Actually, it. Actually, it's literally called Beta Wolf. Get it? Nice. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cal level, that was a D2 thing. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Cow attack. I'm curious what we find. What about you, Cog? What do you got coming up? Any fantastic guests? Just a chill show? I don't even know what King was like. I haven't even listened yet. He's ridiculous. It was, it was yeah. funny though. It was, it was really good. We had this fictional story of a of a cancer patient named Little Timmy that because Starfield missed oh. their day, uh, he's not gonna make it. And the Xbox did. I, I actually no. I take it back. I tuned in and I remember that now. I tuned in for a little bit and I was, was like, "What is happening?" So out of pocket, but it was the funniest thing because he's so angry. So it was just funny. So salute to him. Uh, this week we have uh, Harold Goldberg. So part of the New York Video Game Awards Critic Circle, we'll have him on talk about his journalism career, talk about what he's doing in the games industry. Very powerful. Do a lot of positive stuff as far as bringing gaming into classrooms and curriculum and stuff like that in New York City. So. Big get, and um, as far as oh, be on the lookout. Um, launchgaming.net and RLP. Uh, we were able to get to chance to 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 play Redfall behind the scenes. Shout out to Bethesda, uh, an invite, and um, oh, I'm so curious about Maddie. I'm so curious about Maddie's take on that. Yeah, 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 he was there, he was there, you know. I can't talk right now because I'm under NDA, (laughs) but um, yeah, yeah, it it would be very soon, it'll be very soon. Impressions. You know, on, on how that whole experience was, but yeah, shout out to Bethesda. Uh, I think you know, you'll see, you'll see what we, we have to say there. And then, um, yeah, the Friday Duke, you know, the same old, same old Mr. Maddie plays, get a little fun uh episode up out now, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then, uh, PAX next week, so I'm just prepping for PAX, a lot of cool games I'm seeing, getting, getting to get out there and, and see what's going on. If you're in, in Boston, come check me out, I'll be at the Demio booth. Have some fun, play with a lord, play some VR, play some, you know, Demio with me if you're into that kind of thing. And shout out to Resolution Games. They will be in the building. But uh, busy time, but fun time, fun time. So that's what's going on with me. What's up, E? What you got going? Any new videos? Any new exploits? Who else is jumping off the roof? I can get some free stuff. Uh, there's Let's another go. one I'll tell you about offline. So I'm working on a video Ooh. on that. <laughs> keep the feds off us. Yep, yep. Gotta keep, gotta keep this one quiet because I haven't seen it that public yet. So, uh, no. Honestly, I will try and sneak a video tour in this weekend, but I do have family in town. So Saturday and Sunday, I'm pretty much out of commission. Monday, I will be probably playing a decent amount of Diablo if I can squeeze some time in because I do want to get some work in on that. I don't know if your progress carries Monday? between. Not Monday. That's true. Yeah, I'm just going to have yeah, to sneak it's just, in. It's just two weekends. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, next Saturday. weekend, apparently, I'll Friday, live in the Friday, beta. Saturday, Sunday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the weekend after. So Monday, I might be in trials amongst other things. Uh, but yeah, you guys have been really supportive on the channel. Thank you for all the views. Um, share the love there. And of course, if you guys enjoy the show, again, the likes, the positive reviews, and that stuff really helps us out. So go follow these gentlemen, go watch their content, go click on the reviews and, you know, go give some stupid person in the comments a little bit of what for, but it's probably not worth your effort. So save your breath. Honestly, thank you guys for an amazing show. As always, you guys have been awesome for episode number 241. It has been the last, the last word. word.